The following show contains views and opinions that may not be suitable for all audiences. Audience discretion is advised. This week on Thespian Talk, I have a tweet that goes sort of viral. We talk a lot about COVID stuff, including people who refuse to wear masks and people who try and disinfect library books, even though they don't really need to. Lots of plugs for masks and yeah, a lot of motor mouthing. I hope you have fun. This is going to be a long one. Howdy, 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 everybody, and welcome to Thespian Talk. I am your host, Gomer the Ranting Thespian. With me this week is Michelle. Hello. Oh, I love that audio quality. You got a good mic. <laughs> and also with us, sitting in for Rosenthorn, who had to go take care of some business, is Miss Lacey. Howdy, y'all. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm just expecting something a little bit more bombastic, like, like hello, and like, I'm like, and I'm like, Okay, you threw me off. <laughs> I keep uh, people on their toes, yes. Yes. <laughs> that, and, that and the southern accent has been coming out a lot more since I'm not out and about among people. So I don't feel as much need to use the um, somewhat neutral American accent that I was brought up being taught to use. And instead I end up using what... I heard growing up, which I have described as A-A-V-E with a drawl. A-A-V-E. What is that for those who may not know? Formerly known as Abonics, A-A-V-E is the African-American dialect. Oh, right. I should know that. I I am a dude. It's okay. (laughs) I didn't, so. So, yeah. I appreciate you uh. As a teacher, I need to. I try to remember that not everybody knows the things that I know, and try to try to be a decent explainer. So yeah. Oh, so yeah. This past week, we've had oh god, a lot of shit still going on this week. In addition to protests still going on, despite what like mega major news organizations will tell you, protests are still going on. The pigs are still rioting because they don't want to let go of their toys. Toys mm. being, you know, supremacy. Um, mm. And we had the day before we recorded this, we recorded a day late this week. Um, Tuesday, we had, you know, some primary elections in like New York and Kentucky. And Kentucky had, I think it was like one polling place for all of Louisville. And for those who don't know, Louisville is not a small city. That's that's scary. Yeah, it's big enough to have an actual interstate loop of sorts. That's how big it is. So yeah, and there were still people at the end of the day trying to get in to get their vote in, and of course. and some officials were like, no, you know, they just locked the doors, ignored injunctions. I don't know how all that that's, turned out. That's very illegal too, by the way. Yeah. If you were in line before the polling place closed, then you legally have the right. Yeah. To go in and vote, no matter how long that ends up taking. Yeah, and and it's also of note. This is a state. This is the state that gave us Mitch McConnell. Did he at least? Is he? Does it at least look like he's uh, losing that? Please. Uh, I as of this recording, I'm not sure. It, there, there's. I think we're still looking for news out of that one, or at least I am. But right. There's a whole bunch of other shit to go on too, and 
And Trump held his first rally in months in Tulsa, Oklahoma, which isn't that isn't that where they <laughs> isn't that where they bumped, uh, bombed uh, Black Wall Street and all that? Yes. Yes. Yeah. On Juneteenth, which is also when the rally was held. Yeah. Just because because the people who firebombed Tulsa and also Trump wanted to be extra levels of jackasses. Mm-hmm. Juneteenth, which is also very important to Black Americans, because it's when um, it's when many of them finally got word of the thir- the um, Emancipation Proclamation and or Thirteenth Amendment. Mm-hmm. I forget which that said, "Hey, guess who's free? You are." Yep. Yep. Uh, because of course it's uh, just and there 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 is like some small funny moments like the fact that he was they were all boasting like it was going to be like a million people at this rally or whatever (laughs) it it was barely over six thousand rumor has it rumor has it that tiktok reserved a whole bunch of tickets just to fuck with the numbers and then of course did not show up well of course not (laughs) as i heard yeah, yeah. yeah K- if that K-pop is true, fans. bless the Gen Z kids that did that because that's just <laughs> brilliant. Yes, and and I've heard people say that like, well, money shouldn't have done that or whatever. It's like, no, this is brilliant. This makes them look even more foolish than they already are. <laughs> uh. Well, don't forget how very crowded his inauguration was. <laughs> oh, fuck, yeah. crowd! It's <clears throat> less crowded than putting me in an airplane seat. Okay. That's how that's how less crowded it was, and for those who have not seen me, I, I'm a big boy. I, he I don't is. Fit, I don't. I don't fit well into airplane seats. I am half his size, and I am about the biggest that would be comfortable in an airplane seat. He is telling the truth. Yeah. Mm. Oh. So, just gah. But also another thing that that happened. I went kind of semi-viral, and I say semi-viral because. This is probably the most activity I've ever had on a tweet. Uh, when it's something that's just my shit, you know. So, honestly, yep. mm-hmm. I've just been sitting here living with the fact that you are basically a minor internet celebrity. <laughs> it doesn't feel like it. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm, I'm not. I'm not that egotistical. I would like to be able to make a living off of doing this, but I'm not going to be that egotistical. Of course. Uh, mm. I, I might. I might complain about not making a living, but you know, that's that's more of a place of economic economics, and you know, not wanting to work for places that I don't want to work for. You know, Understandable. Sort of but that's that's a whole different story. So, uh, on the 19th of June. Uh, I noticed that the ha- that there was a trend on Twitter called as a Floridian, which is like, ah, you know, and it's basically a whole bunch of people saying things like fuck Ron DeSantis and, and all of that, because DeSantis is a traitor, not only to the country, but to our state in, spe- in particular. You would think it would not have gotten worse than Governor Voldemort, but it did. Oh, yeah, <laughs> because as much as I dislike and hate Rick Scott I don't think even he would have made it, gotten it to this point. So, small bit of credit, but not much. Trust me, it, it, it's a low bar. So, my tweet read out as as follows: As a Floridian, 
Fuck Ron DeSantis. Fuck Matt Gates because he had been in the news recently. Fuck mm-hmm. the turnpike between Orlando and Miami. I'll get into that in a moment. Oh, yes. Fuck Ron DeSantis again. Fuck <laughs> the police. And finally, yep. fuck you if you don't wear your mask. Looking at you, local Piggly Wiggly shoppers. Amen. Also, can I just say, I am weirdly nostalgic for Piggly Wiggly because the only one that I have ever physically been into is the one in my grandmother's hometown about an hour or two north of you, Gomer. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, you know what? We, we still have one here. We've, yeah, well, we've, it's we've, not a big chain outside of the South. No. Incidentally, it's based in Wisconsin at the moment. Wild. Yeah, <laughs> and I think it originated in New England. So I was like, okay, hmm. uh, we'll, we'll run with that. So I added on to it. Mm -hmm. I did add on to it later on once things blew up a little bit because somebody was like, oh, yeah, you forgot Rick Scott. I'm like, oh, yeah, fuck him, too. And I thanked everybody who reminded (laughs) me. Uh, And and I also noted, okay, this all blew up. And like you do when you when you when you when a tweet blows up, you want to push some things and and mention some things. So, okay. First off, Mm -hmm. I gave a clarification for the Orlando and Miami Turnpike thing. Because most people who are actually coming out again, coming out and calling me out on it, because some people did, they're they're looking at it from a tourist or or regular vehicle type of situation where they don't really oh, have to no. worry about it. I can see a big truck being just that. That's brutal on trucks. I can just see it. Oh yeah, and and specifically the the pocketbook on this one, because I'm sure because admit it, yeah. The extra tolls for the oh, extra axles. Yeah. To go from Miami to Orlando on the turnpike for a semi is like 40-something bucks, I think. Fuck. Oh. Yeah. For me, in my regular size car, it'd be like $10 tops. Yeah. So so you see where, where, where the thing is. But I did mention it, it was a bit of a goof to get a little bit of levity in there because, you know, hey, why not? Mix a little bit. Mm-hmm. And... They, and I believe they do overcharge for semis passing through, which if you're a smaller semi company like the one I worked with before, like the one I ju- was recently working with, it's a bit of hell because the, co- the company's not big enough to be able to pay the tolls for you. If you're working right. for a big mega corporate, mega trucking company like Schneider or Warner or, or even uh, Covenant, they, they're big enough. They can pay all your tolls or, or at least most of your tolls. Some some of them won't pay like up through like Indiana or Ohio those toll roads up north there but but those are those are also part of the problem there but I did get some rise out of people for that one um, and then I promoted first of all first of all I promoted the Black Lives Matter hashtag and as you should yeah and, and and I mentioned and I mentioned here as well I regularly retweet sources where you can help and all of that because there's just so many and I forget and I keep forgetting the bookmark like the ones that have like the uh, card links or what have you that work you know, that work like the link tree links that we have in the doobly doo and all mm-hmm. that so mm-hmm. but you know I just say hey I you know I retweet them regularly enough you know you can you can't really set your clock to it but you know there's a thing <laughs> and then of course I you know the very last thing and I put myself last on purpose I plug my own link tree because hey why not why um, not? now again as of this is 22.3k retweets 11.k likes and from the wow. base post alone it was like 400 something replies and i think that counts the rest of my thread too so 
So most of this, most of these resp replies I have not seen. Now I'm going to go through a few of them. Um, and, uh, and the reason why is I muted after a while because I was trying to sleep. <laughs> I, I just needed to sleep because I, I made that post at like, like uh, 1239 at night. So not long after that, I went to bed. I'm like, you know what? Mute, sleep, and I'll come back to it, talk about it on the next show. So, um, so the first one I'm seeing is somebody who's since followed me. I got I got a whole bunch of followers from it too. In fact, I'm close to a thousand. Holy shit! Um, Woohoo! Um, but this person who eventually we eventually became mutuals, uh, who thanked me for getting DeSantis twice, and <laughs> somebody somebody's asked, okay, scheduled to vacay in Pandava City Beach in a week, thinking it's still safe enough uh, since the COVID spike seemed con concentrated way down in Miami Dade. Uh, Broward, Palm Beach, etc. Uh, plan is only pool and beach all week. No restaurants or indoor gatherings. Any local news? Uh, and and this other person who who since become a mutual answered it as well. Um, and I'm gonna pretty much what they're saying is pretty much the same thing I'm gonna be saying too. But uh, please don't come. We're gaining in cases here <laughs> daily, especially if you're coming for the holiday. Beaches and pools will be incredibly packed. Yes, please, tourists. Stay home. This thing is still out there. We are not going to hit a second spike. We're not going to hit a second wave. We're still on the first wave because we fucked it up. Yep. Um, yeah. Somebody else. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, somebody else included uh, Publix shoppers, as in Publix, the grocery store. And they refused to force shoppers to wear masks. Um, and somebody said, well, actually, DeSantis encourages masks. Does he? Because... You know, I couldn't, you know, that, that's news to me because all I've seen from DeSantis is get everything open as quickly as something. And he even declared the WWE, I think that's the one with uh, Vic, Vince McMahon. God damn, I wish Rosen was here. He could tell me right on that one. But, <laughs> but, um, but he declared, you know, the, like the live wrestling that, that films and, and performs here in Florida as, as an essential thing. No, it ain't. And, and bear in mind, Rosen, who is the wrestler among us, literally, is saying, no, it ain't. Your right. safety first. Uh, he uh, uh, also says he believes in the ability of local governments to govern themselves. Well, if that was the case, then maybe, you know, mass coverings would be more enforced, not only in my hometown, which I, you know, I don't know how well people are going to be able to enforce it, but, but also in nearby Chipley, Florida. Because that's where the closest Walmart is, and sometimes I have to go there. And the amount of people not wearing masks. Uh, somebody was somebody was surprised. There's still Piggly Wigglies in the South. <laughs> um, hey, Piggly Wiggly is, I think, still the only grocery store in my grandmother's hometown. Period. So wow. yeah. Damn. It's a tiny town. Have, yeah. It's a tiny town. I have to ask. How did a grocery store get named Piggly Wiggly? Because that sounds more like a restaurant name to me. I'll be honest, Piggly Wiggly was the first grocery store in the modern sense. I don't know how it got that name, but it was a little over 100 years ago. And before that point, of course, you had the general store where you brought your list of what you wanted to buy to the counter. And the shop owner would go to the back and get it for you. And Piggly Wiggly huh. was the first to have aisles customers could access so they could just get their own food. Hmm. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Cool. Cool. 
Yeah, and just recently, our Piggly Wiggly, like, and by recently, I mean within the last decade, uh, it, it, it was like, you know, it was just your basic grocery store, you have the deli or whatever. Now it's expanded a bit and took over what used to be the Family Dollar. Family Dollar itself moved just across category from it, but uh, but that's 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 some local stuff. So okay, uh, here here's another one. Um, uh, this 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 guy seems like an asshole. Repetitious four repetitious four letter words gain lots of likes from so called highly educated elites, buddy. If you think I'm elite, if you think I'm an elite, oh my god! First of all, thank you. Second of all, you got a low bar for what's elite, buddy. Let me tell you. I, honestly, I think what he was saying is, oh, you use curse words because you think it make because you think that the elites will notice you. Well, see, here's the thing: there there are people that 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 come after that too. Um, but this tweet continues. People continue. use curse words because they feel like cussing, all right? Yeah, fuck yeah. That's it. Yeah. So, Hell yes. Fuck yeah. So, all that call. Okay, so this guy continues. All that college, so little knowledge. Oh, you rhymed. Good for you. Probably unintentional. Uh, thanks for making it so blatantly obvious. <laughs> Buddy, you don't know me. You just don't. And And you'll note I'm not reading out any names at this point. Because why would I? Because you would. Because why would you? Yeah, exactly. Uh, unless it's something like super egregious or something, and I don't think I'm going to run into that. So, yeah. <laughs> and then let's see. Let's let's go on down a little bit. Somebody else said, uh, "What can you expect with a governor owned by Trump?" Florida DOT General Counsel Eric Feynman resigned Thursday over an admission he, that he had forged employee signatures as part of a strategy to shield. Governor DeSantis and department leaders from potential political criticism. In other words, DeSantis, he's covering up shit. He's trying to suppress everything to make it look better than what it actually is so he could get more of that money so he can impress Daddy Donnie. Because that is, that is the, the, that is like, I, I want to call it an extreme case of uh, well done son guy without even being his actual son uh and then and then there's there's a few others that came in were like what's wrong with the turnpike there <laughs> and somebody else came in you forgot about <laughs> i4 especially around orlando yeah. yeah yeah i know oh dear uh somebody else said trump better hope he has a defense team nearly as good as the turnpike has on this thread <laughs> <laughs> some to be fair some of them did get in there before i posted my clarification so they didn't realize i was trying to goof <laughs> uh, uh, and the toll lanes with their killer sticks yeah uh, uh somebody who's been in southwest florida never seen a piggly wiggly they're they're up here in the taint buddy they're up here in the taint <laughs> yeah, go to the Panhandle. You'll see a ton of them. They're yep. very, very much a rural South thing nowadays. Yep, got one in my hometown. You got one in the aforementioned Chipley. Um, I think there's still one up in Dothan, Alabama. I think. There should be. Like I said, I know there's one in my grandmother's hometown, which is the next county over. Yeah. Uh. 
Awesome. And I just and for people who know that area, I basically just all but said the name of the town, but I think Gomer knows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, somebody somebody defends the Yeehaw Junction exit, which okay. In fairness, that is that is a fun name. The Yeehaw yes. Junction. The only thing I know of that is good about Yeehaw Junction, though, is the name. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't know of any other redeeming qualities of the area personally. I don't know. Uh, oh, here's here's one that says, This Antifa schmuck is wild. Hey, Antifa and proud, fuck you. <laughs> also, gotta love that he's using Yiddish. Yeah, but... Then again, I, I, from what I understand, schmuck in particular has been kind of, you know, kind of thrown around in in, in more circles than just, you know. Yes, just, but you know. it's still a Yiddish word, which makes it yeah. hilarious when the fash uses it. Like, yeah. dude, you don't even <laughs> want to get rid of Jewish words. Yeah. Uh, somebody else, somebody else came upon, came on and said, uh, you know, through I four and the Disney area in general under the bus, <laughs> which traffic wise. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. If you're going to go to Disney world, get a, get a hotel room in Kissimmee and take a bus over for the love of God. Yeah. <laughs> or else if you can afford it, stay at one of their resorts so that their special bus will take you direct to the park and you don't have to deal with I four. Yeah. <laughs> and, and speaking of getting, you know, getting space places in Kissimmee or whatever. We do have timeshare down there, and by we I mean my family. And um, and it's literally like you go out to the main road, and then you go and you take the thing, and you're right there at Disney. So, <laughs> I, went, I, I actually was able to go and do what is now Disney Springs uh, a couple of summers ago. I think no, I think it was uh, last summer. I think wow, time time is just. <laughs> I so, have not been to Disney in about a decade myself. Yeah. Despite you know living way closer to it than you do. Um, it's about equidistant, actually, because I think it's eight hours from here to where you know uh, to your area. It's only about three hours to Disney from yeah, here, well, so slightly closer. Yeah. So yeah, give or take. It's close it enough. <laughs> I, um, I haven't been to Disney for 42 years and five months. Guess how old I am. 42 years no, and five months? No, even the Paris one? Because I hear there's one in Paris. Nope. Ah. Yeah, there is one in Paris. My mom went to the opening. It's a um, but me, It's know. a fun experience. You should go to one Disney park in your life. If yeah. Oh, I, I want the, to, yeah. Like, it just, yeah. It, yeah. It just happens and happens. That's why I don't always watch um, Tony Goldmark's videos. It's because, like... He's showing fun, awesome things that I can't do. <laughs> I get jealous. Yeah. yeah. Um, here's stuff. The behind the scenes stuff is interesting, but it's still like looking at doing stuff and like, I can't do that. Someone jelly, so I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, somebody reminded me of Marco Rubio, which, yeah, fuck him too. Indeed. <laughs> With um, the cactus. Yeah. Yeah. So. What did the cactus do? Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> That's fair. Don't use a cactus for that. Cactus doesn't deserve that. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's unfair to cacti. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um. Let's see. There uh, is that barbed wire baseball bat from Walking Dead. You could use that. Yeah. <laughs> somebody else. Again, this is before I, I I clarified that that I'd forgotten Rick Scott. Uh, somehow you forgot the I ninety five Rick Scott and the entire city of Boca Raton. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Uh, 
they live in the Tri County area. I can tell you. And yeah. yeah. Because 95, especially in Broward and Miami-Dade counties, is a madhouse. Oh, dear. It is horrifying. Indeed. Um, Somebody asked, what the hell is a turnpike? It's a road with tolls. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of people outside the U.S. are not going to know what that is, I think. I think that's a U.S. thing. Yeah, I didn't recognize it. To be honest, I thought it was like um, a Y, like a fork or something. Like so, it was awkward to get uh, around it because it was of the angles involved. No, the Florida Turnpike is like the interstates highways, but it is a toll road, basically. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was something. Yeah. Oh, there was something about. I, I remember seeing it somewhere when I did my initial look through. Because, but there was somebody who was like, "Well, well, why don't you just move?" It's like. Well, number one, I would like to. Not just because I don't like the government, but also because, well, my girlfriend is in Chicago. Right. So, I yeah. think a lot of people do not understand that moving is expensive. It is. You're either spending a good thousand dollars plus just to move your furniture, or if you're really dumb, you're spending a good ten thousand dollars to replace all your furniture. Yeah. No, um, that's it's just a massive, massive fucking headache. It, it is. is. Next time I move, it intends to be the last time. Like, I get my lottery, I find my nice house in the country, that's it, I ain't moving again. Yeah. I'll be honest, oh. within the next few years, I'm probably going to try and talk my husband into Birmingham mm. because oh. Miami will be underwater within a decade. Yeah. <laughs> Just to clarify, Alabama or over here? Mm-hmm. Lacey, sorry. Sorry? What were you saying? No. Just to clarify, do you mean Alabama or are you coming over here? Oh, sorry, the one in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, the Birmingham in the UK is not... Uh, is not it, what Smash is in Birmingham, Alabama was 100 years ago, apparently. I don't know. <laughs> As in, it's yeah, isn't it right. basically just like uh, an industrial type city without much else going for it. I've not been myself, but um, yeah, that doesn't sound unfair. Yeah. Okay. Okay. A couple more highlights that we'll we'll move off of this. But right. there was one that that accused me of not being a Floridian because there's <laughs> no Piggly Wigglies, and I don't even have to say anything because somebody came in and is like, "Here's a link." Boom! All Florida locations of Piggly Wiggly. <laughs> That's beautiful. That is very beautiful. Yeah, and then and then okay, here's this asshole who mm-hmm. who has one of those Blue Lives Matter um, user icons. Ugh. Yeah, sounds like you need to move. I recommend New York. You'll feel right at home. Better hurry though. Cuomo's considering banning Floridians from going there. And then you got and then you got some uh, some other people who are who are just. Just whatever. Somebody's yeah. like, well, ditto to you, Gomer. Like, fuck you, dude. Uh, and you think yeah, Andrew you Gillum was the... going to be better at being a governor? Well, I'm, will- I'm willing to bet that Andrew Gillum wouldn't have let this shit get to where it is right now. Mm. I'm willing to bet. He wouldn't have been <laughs> kissing Trump's ass. And I remember when the when that election was going on, that was when uh, Hurricane, I think it was uh, the one that slammed through here and took out half of Mariana. 
I want to say Harvey, but that I think that was um, Houston. But whichever one it was, the one that came through here a couple of years ago, Hurricane, by the, by the way. Um, mm. You know, you know, people were criticizing Gillum, who, by the way, was the mayor of Tallahassee at the time. This is important to note because people were criticizing him for not going to like the coastal cities around where we are, you know, like Apalachicola and Port St. Joe and all that. Yeah, because that, that is actually pretty close, so I can see somebody being rightfully disappointed. Yeah, disappointed, sure. But not to the point to where they have to call him out on it, because, again, he's the mayor of Tallahassee. Tallahassee, while not affected as much, they were still kind of in range a little bit, because it's not that far. Mm. So, you know, he's got his own things to deal with, too. He can't be two places at once, because Tallahassee, again... Not a small city. It's not as big as, say, Jacksonville or Orlando or Miami. But it, it's not, it, you know, he just does not, did not have, right. you know, he just doesn't have the opportunities to do it like somebody else who has more freedom to do because they don't have as much to deal with. Like, say, somebody running for governor or somebody doing something else. Mm-hmm. I mean, my dad is the mayor of Graceville. And, you know, hmm. I, I don't remember how much he went and helped down in Panama City or whatever. Or or then again, not much you can do when you've got to help rebuild parts of your own city and Mariana, Florida, which is across the county from us. So, yeah, you know, he's got his own shit up here, too. So, but we are also a much smaller town. Very small. I mean, you can go through town and like in, in like the time it takes to listen to one track on Spotify. So, mm-hmm. so that's how Sorry, small we are. That, that woe was not about you. That woe was about my, my, I was double checking my recipe book and mm-hmm. it just landed on an arrow key. Oops. Like, okay. Hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. And then the last couple of things, like somebody called me up for not being Floridian because I said Piggly Wiggly instead of Publix. I said local Piggly Wiggly, mm. asshole. Local. Yeah. Plus, <clears throat> like, yeah. Publi- there are Publixes outside of Florida now, too. I yeah. specifically remember going to one in the Birmingham area. There's Let's one up in see, Dothan. 12, 13 years. That doesn't surprise me. Dothan's just big enough that I can see them having a Publix. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I just realized there was a time when Dothan was considered the big town to me. Yeah. Oh, my they, God. And to some people, it still is. <laughs> uh, like Dothan, Mariana. Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, a, couple, we're a couple of locals to get, get to each other. Well, kind of. Kind of, sort of. Get to tell. I mean, yeah. I hadn't lived in that neck of the woods since I was, like, 11 or 12, but yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oh, but yeah, so that is that is that. I wanted to get that out of the way because that, that was kind of amusing and, and a neat thing. Oh, wow, that, that may have took a nip some, taken up some time. Oh, so <laughs> with all of that, I did Just not looked up to, you. <laughs> yeah, with all of that, I did not get to either one of y'all to ask how y'all's week went. So we're going to start with we're going to start with you, Michelle. <clears throat> Hi. Um, yeah, I don't look too bad. Pretty quiet. I... I had a thing, I was, uh, I was making, I've, so there's two types of um, unemployment claims I can make in the UK. One's JSA, which I've gotten. Another one is universal credit, which is like a top-up thing. Mm-hmm. And they basically said, because my partner owns too much money, I ain't getting shit. But then I called them up, 
and the guy I spoke to said, oh, well, this is a new claim. So I can't remember if he used the term cap or restrictions. He said, as a new claimant, there shouldn't be anything on there. So he's passed it on to the next person. He's not making any promises, but he said there's a small chance that I might actually be entitled to something because, you know, like I said, I'm a new claimant, so there shouldn't be any caps or restrictions as of this moment. So yeah. maybe that'll come good, or maybe I'll get sweet FA. But at least he's tried. Yeah. <coughs> yeah Otherwise, I... uh, not too bad. Just, just meh. <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm sensing... I did go on an epic walk. Yeah. Sorry. I'm sensing a trend between our governments in, in that. They want to help as little as possible those that have the least. Yep. As little as possible. No, this isn't... You know. I know this literally is based on the numbers because they give a breakdown of like what they're basing it on and going through the numbers, it actually does make sense from the way they've worked it out. Mm-hmm. So if he earned less, significantly less, because like, he's doing like all the overtime as well because he works in um, our local grocery store. Yeah. Uh, so obviously with the COVID and all the panic buying that happened... He's he's just been raking in the money, yeah. so that's that's why like, his balance is really high. <laughs> ah. um, but yeah, I, I I went on a big old long walk. Um, I've been doing this thing. It's called Metal Man. It's international, so you can do it yourself if you want to. You basically go to the website, pick the medal you like the look of, and you can either run, walk, swim, or gym, like to the you know the challenge because it's usually five ten k's a standard, but then they've got some other ones like. The one I did the other day was a 10-mile one, which is 16K. Except I pressed the wrong button on the app twice, so I lost six and then five kilometres off my walk, and I was already starting to hurt, and I was in pain, and I'd been out for hours. But I was able to dig up my tracking information off of Google Maps, mm-hmm. sent them that with like a, a couple of notes, and they were like, yep, yeah, that's fine, and they've added that, so I, I have passed that challenge which is good because I was out for four hours and I'm still in pain. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm better, but my hip was really starting to hurt. Like, and I hadn't even got home yet. I still like 20 minutes from home. I had to get bits some shopping as well. I was like, oh. And then, and then to see all the data disappear, I was like, no. Oh. But yeah, they, they fixed it for me. So, yay. Yay. Oh. Oh, yeah. So, Lacey, how have you been? Uh, let's see. I created an Animal Crossing alt so that I can finally have the bathhouse I wanted to have. Ooh. <laughs> it's it's going to be a nice Japanese-style bathhouse once I've paid off enough rooms. Nice. And, and my brain left me. Hang on. <laughs> I... Let's see. I went to a special meeting for my Ren Faire encampment. Mm-hmm. If anyone's listening, hi. Also, cool. the owner of the encampment had a big fluffy dog that I think was part spaniel. Oh! That hey. was just super sweet. Twelve hmm. year old boy. Yes, twelve year old boy. Um kept begging for food. I'm sitting there with grapes in my plate. I'm like, buddy, I do not want you to die. Yeah, that's a bit... No. <laughs> oh, so that no. was... And then, let's see. On Sunday, I had lunch with my parents for Father's Day and remembered 
why I get so frustrated talking to Dad about anything other than the minutiae of our lives. Oh, yeah, you told me about that. Oh. He is a Blue Lives Matter type. Oh, god damn it. Oh. I knew he had issues. I knew Mm -hmm. he had his problems. It's just because they have gone from extremely strongly homophobic to having good friends who are a lesbian couple... Mm-hmm. I thought he might have mellowed out in other ways as well. He hasn't. Oh. <laughs> he has not. And he's getting up to that point where it's not likely he's going to before he kicks the bucket. He is in his 70s. Wow. I'm just right. my dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He was he was in his late 30s when I was born, okay? Oh. Okay. I, he... When I say I'm the one member of, of our generation, I'm one of very few members of our generation who can say that my daddy fought in Nam. Wow. <laughs> Towards the end, but yes. Yeah. Uh, my dad was a kid when Vietnam was going around. Kid, going up to be a teenager eventually. My dad mm-hmm. was a rebellious teenager who was mad at his parents. Mm-hmm. And at 18, he was like, you know what? I'll just go get killed in Vietnam. That'll show him. Wow. Yes. That's... And the next thing he knew, he realized he was good at stuff in the military and that he enjoyed being part of the group. Mm-hmm. And that he, while he hated the combat part of it enough that he never talks about it. Yeah, he... I don't blame him on that one. Oh, heavens no. He, um, what's the word on the he is still proud that he did it because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it was the first time he did anything of any importance in his life. Right. And also because the GI Bill allowed him to go to college. Ah. He was the mm. first member of his family to go. Hmm. And oh. oh, yes, my father is off the boat Italian. Mm. They ah. came here when he was a very small boy. Hmm. And they were dirt poor farmers from Abruzzo. Wow. So, <laughs> yes. So he was able to get a college degree and make decent money, which must have just been incredible for him. Yeah. Anyway, let's get off the subject of my dad, please. Yeah, let's All do I that. Have done is so, the only other things I have done is sew things and play lots of Animal Crossing. Woo. That's it. That's that's Yay. my life. Yeah, and Becky's gonna have to catch up because she's been she had been waiting for a replacement Joy-Con for about a week or two because oh. her her original Ooh. Joy-Con had the drift problem, which okay, fine. Ugh. And she ordered the part to fix it herself, mm-hmm. and she fucked up. Oops! Like ah, god damn it! But she found a good one online, and and it took a while because bear in mind she lives in Chicago. And Mel was kind of mm. going all caca around there, so mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it, mm. it was going caca to the point to where I had to send her something, to where I sent her something, and I was wondering, did it get there? And it got there, so so it's like, oof. But finally got there. She was wor- she had been worried about it. The seller had been worried about it, because and both of them were like, hey, what the fuck? <laughs> uh, speaking mm. speaking of speaking of which, uh, 
<laughs> Interestingly enough, with, with the protests and the riots and stuff going on, the mayor of Joliet, Illinois, got into a fight with a protester. Oh, my God. Point. That must have been Just, interesting. Yeah. Like, really? Wow. Uh, and turns out the, the mayor of Joliet is former cop. Of course. By and, the way, and, verbal fight or fist fight? Well, definitely fist. Oh, joy. He's like, I'm going to punch you because how, <gasps> how dare you respect the, the boys in blue? I used to be a boy in blue. <laughs> I don't know why I'm giving him that accent. He doesn't live down south. <laughs> I've been to Joliet enough to know that there's not a lot of southern accents. Chicago accents, yes. But, uh, but yeah. Although I do find it funny because Andy Dick is from Joliet. And just last <laughs> night while we were, while we were like talking and, and hanging out and everything... I was like, you know, I would pay to see a fight between the mayor of Joliet and Andy Dick. Who As would I, but Andy Dick is also, you know, let's just say, very much his last name. Yeah. That's why <laughs> so, I want to see them fight. Let, 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 let two of the bad people fight. <laughs> oh, honey, if you think that I am creative with the insults when I am allowed to curse, you should hear the delightful southernisms I use when I am not. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Bless yeah. your heart can mean anything from I have deep sympathy for you to fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> it she is a is, very versatile three-word phrase. Mm-hmm. Bless your heart is the fuck mm -hmm. of southernisms. <laughs> just as versatile and can More be just, yeah. Because although I've yet to see somebody say "bless your heart" after a really after a really good orgasm, I've yet to see that. <laughs> I've yet yeah, to see that, that'd be, that most that's... people. Most people when they have that, they're just, they're just like. <laughs> they can't well, you know the other joke, Jesus saying. Man, it's terrible whenever a woman is having sex and she screams your dad's name. Oh, God! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, okay, a couple of... <laughs> yes. So, okay, a couple of things before we go on to our break and then hit the news, like the, the proper news news. There are a couple of other things that I did find in just looking around on social media. One, a story that originates from the Daily Beast, so grain of salt. Mm -hmm. um, the article <laughs> itself, however, is behind a paywall, which is like, is like, fuck you. Um, but another site copypasted like the first few paragraphs. Um, and this has to do with the Palm Beach Patriots that are ready to die for their freedom to breathe mask free. Yeah, these uh -oh. <sighs> Yeah. West Palm and the, and has a delightful West Palm has a delightful combination of of great places to go like the Murakami Japanese Gardens mm -hmm. and people like this asshole. Oh, well, it's more than one asshole, but True, but the so, one mm -hmm. the one in your special mm -hmm. news file. Oh, there there's more than one in this <laughs> file cuz it's about a good, so the very first thing I saw was a maskless and desperate Florida man tried to fight his way into a Walmart Saturday. 
<laughs> that, that's that's the proper news. This the pre news notes. I've is, is just on my end. So, okay. Same same kind of idea, but. <laughs> Uh, but this article reads, Devil Love is propelling the deep state to stomp on the U.S. Constitution and deprive us of our God-given oxygen, along with our inalienable rights to making us wear face masks. By the way, making us wear face masks is written like it's a proper, like it's a proper name. Uh, on orders from those who are posed to, poised to defund the police. Can and I just are, say? That, that, let, let me get to the end of this. Okay. You'll, you'll get it. Uh, and those officials who follow the devil's law and mandate masks the way the Nazis once mandated yellow stars for Jews will be subject to citizens' arrest by we the people for crimes against humanity. Now, if you believe all that, you would have fit right in with the more fervent opponents who testified on Tuesday as the Palm County Board of Commissioners prepared to vote on whether to require face masks in public places. That's all this other site was able to glean from the Daily Beast because, again, paywall. Can I just so, say... So, yeah, these first two paragraphs. First of Oxygen all... Oxygen goes through the masks. Yes. That's the entire point. <sighs> yes. And, uh. and masks, you can you don't have to get them store-bought. You can get them handmade by, by lovely people such as Mel Paradise. Link is in the doobly-doo, has been <laughs> the past few weeks. Yes, I, I'm using that to, to pimp her masks because yes. she They're sent me good. another free one because she's done, like, she got some fabric with some of her own like designs or whatever on it and she made oh, some masks nice. out of it and she sent one to me sent one to another friend of hers and it's pretty good it's the the style of mask is some getting used to but otherwise it's good mm. i but, uh, yeah, kind guys. of as a mm -hmm. good like kind of a follow-up to these guys um i found this on uh online mm -hmm. and i sent it to our favorite person from this state are all oh, the U-turns yelling about mandated masks being an infringement on their rights going to let me start buying box wine at grocery stores? Or is this feigned concern for liberty of gov and government overreach limited to their preferences? The world may never know. Oh, we know. We know. And the response I got from our friend was, yep. There is a sect yeah. of the far right, all of whom are white, all of whom are evangelical, I'm not saying mm -hmm. this is necessarily a racial religion thing, but it might be. Mm -hmm. Who believe that having to do anything that makes them even slightly uncomfortable, up to and including the payment of taxes, is an infringement on their civil rights. Yeah, well, you know help, what? Help, help, I'm being repressed! Mm -hmm. <laughs> Basically. Oh, yes. <laughs> so... So, and uh, yes, people use that gif, uh, GIF of that scene all the time for it. I oh, love yeah. that Monty Python and the Holy Grail is basically immortal in terms of classic comedies. Yes. <laughs> uh, so, so uh, a couple of quick headlines that I found. Uh, one was from Vice. Where will we pee when we're out in our half-reopened states? Bear in mind, it's only the headline. I didn't go through the entire article. And I can mm -hmm. answer that really quickly. If you're out out and about and you really, really, really need to pee and there's not an open bathroom, you know, find some place off the sidewalk, mm -hmm. off the side of the road, something, and go there. Men, women, doesn't matter. I, I, I'm, I know say, women. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I will also say if you do it in the street, you're an asshole. Yeah. Just don't do that. And if, if you're driving, especially if you're like a truck driver or something, carry bottles you know easier for guys to do because we can manipulate our thing a little bit right. better but 
but you know something <laughs> you know there's no there's really no shame in it especially especially in these times just you know yeah. you're better off doing that than you know going on and risking somebody being an asshole and trying to give you corona um what yeah. what kind of condition that that's their primary concern because i know some people like some elder people some people have genuine medical conditions where you know needing to have that regular access or you know know that there's access available if they need it yeah. is a genuine thing right but do, do we know that this person has that concern or is that just the first thing they thought of for reasons that was probably um, just the first thing they thought uh, of. Well, in terms in terms of where to go with pee, they they don't say anything about pooping. But you know, yeah. in terms of peeing, you know, you know, people pee on buildings all the time. People pee on trees yeah. and bushes on the side of the road. I mean, hell, I've done all of them at one point or another. So. I definitely, as a small child on a road trip with no um, service stations nearby did end up having to wait for daddy to stop the car so I could go off to the side of the road near the bushes and pee. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, it's just... And and, and I, I will admit, I did glean a little bit of it because, of course, I skimmed over a little bit here and there just getting the headline. And yeah. apparently people are, are holding it to the point of pissing themselves. Like, <laughs> y'all, come on. It, just, just let's not do that. No. You know... I'm, I'm it's gonna smell bad for like five minutes unless people are continually doing it, and right. then you're on your way, you know. Or if it's uh, in in a, in a building, because you know. Yeah, well, I mean, I mean, if you're inside a building, odds are they're gonna have a bathroom. A restroom. Yes. Yeah. But if you're you know, <laughs> if you're outside, you're not any place to get to it. Pee on something, smell will go away in a little bit. You know, no big deal. Yeah. It's all organic. Um. But again, use that. But do that only in an emergency. Don't 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 make it a thing unless unless it's someplace like oh I don't know the governor's mansion. <laughs> Pee on that all you want. <laughs> uh, and then and then this other headline I've got: New Jersey is the least patriotic state in America, according to a study by Wallet Hub. Okay, I mean, <laughs> I mean somebody's got to be the least patriotic, right? So does that mean that New Jersey has the highest concentration of Antifa? Because you know how some of them say, you know, you're Antifa, you're unpatriotic, mm. or what have you. But I, I may have inadvertently built straw men, I don't know. But, you know. Mm. If See, people to are... me, to mm -hmm. me, patriotism is loving your country enough that you want to make the bad things about it better. Yeah. Blind just, jingoism is the opposite of patriotism. Yeah. To me. Yeah, which is like the people that say, you know, the, the love it or leave it types or whatever. If you don't like it, you can get out. It's like, no, you guys are assholes. Why should we leave? You're the asshole. You either change or we kick you out. And I we, like you know, this plan. You get off. Yeah, exactly. Oh, so past few weeks, uh, we're, we're going to try to go through this can quickly. I, can I oh, ask? Go ahead. I'm sorry. Can I ask, what is the fuck with patriotism? Because it, it seems to me, and going back to what you were saying about your white evangelicals, it's like, you're not patriotic. So you, you're like, who gets to define? I, I like Lacey's definition of patriotism because that works for if that works for me, that works for me, mm -hmm. the patriot of my country. Oh yeah. Um, who gets to decide? As far as I'm concerned, like they. You know, I, I, as well as patriots, I'm saying you're not a true American. 
as oh, I yeah. understand it, you are an American if you were a born in any of the fifty states and possibly um, Puerto Rico. I'm not sure the exact legality. Puerto of that. Rico is a is a or, Commonwealth, so yes. Yeah. Our, or B through the the, the uh, legal processes, you gain citizenship that way. That would then also make you an American. Yeah. Or if you're born on a well, military what other base. metric? Yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Oh, a military base is abroad. Are you about to say? Yeah. 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 Okay. Then fair enough. Yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so if accepting those metrics, mm -hmm. you know, born there, born on a base, or gain citizenship through legal means, beyond those three. Who the fuck are you to tell somebody else that they're not American or not American enough for you? Yeah. Just, there, just who, seriously, who are you? I yeah. really would love to give you a nice, long, uh, entertaining lecture on the history of the religious <laughs> right and how it got so fucked up. But mm. we have other stories to get to, and I have already yeah. feel like I'm dominating the conversation a bit much. Ah, it's all right. Tonight on TED Talk. <laughs> all right, oh, so, I can pull oh, receipts. Anyway, go ahead. <laughs> yeah. So before we go there, we we've had this this little meme thing, you know, the one like one opinion on thing, and we've been going backwards on this list. Um, last mm -hmm. for to 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 uh, recap from last week, we covered Moldbug, Karl Marx, Israel, and Gamergate on this list, and and yeah, those were fun. Um, <laughs> and so we start with the next one up as number 52 siege which I, I had no idea what they were talking about so I naturally I googled it first thing that came up was the definition like I don't think that's what they mean <laughs> so the first is there like a, an MMO called siege or... I know there's I believe it is call of duty no um rainbow six <sighs> game with siege in it huh. that came out a few years ago okay but, that's but, a I don't yeah. think that's what they meant either. That must be a pretty interesting um, tactics type level because I'm sitting here with my limited knowledge of medieval warfare being like, yeah, this could be <laughs> really, really fun to simulate, especially since you know that real people are not in danger of starvation in a fictional siege. Yeah. But um, but the first one that one of the first names that came up under siege is uh, mm. somebody by the name of Zofia Gomulkova. Uh, I probably butchered that name. Uh, she was Polish. Paging Tifa, Tifa to the store, please. Paging Tifa. <laughs> I don't think she could help because this is a Polish name. Um, <laughs> she probably did a better job than you just did. <laughs> probably. But um, but no, she was um, but she was born as Liva Zolkin, uh, who died in oh, yeah. 1986. Uh, born 1902, died at 86. Uh, she was, according to Wikipedia, mm. a wife of first secretary of the Polish United Workers Party, uh, who was also the leader of who the husband was leader of the communist of communist Poland from <laughs> October 56 until December 1970. Uh, she was also a pro-Soviet activist since the age of 18, as well as an executive member of the delegalized Communist Party of Poland, or KPP, in mm. the interwar period. After the Soviet takeover of Poland mm. until the end of, at the end of World War II, she initially worked as her husband's secretary and later as a communist functionary in the Warsaw headquarters of PZPR. Or, mm. uh, yeah, the Polish, Polish United Workers' mm. Party, yeah. 
Um, so yeah, known for uh, being just being that dude's wife. Um, <laughs> uh, just yeah, she was eth ethnically Jewish and religiously atheist. It's, that's not too much. There's like like a few paragraphs on her life on Wikipedia. Ah, yeah, I don't have much of an opinion on 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 her. If it's if this is what siege is le leads you to, then wow. Other than that, it's that's like, a weird one. Yeah, that is weird. When talking about Corey Tomboom, which mm -hmm. certain segments of the very American South still use her book The Hiding Place as mm -hmm. an intro to the Holocaust, and it's not a bad one if you don't mind a lot mm. of Jesus talk. Oh dear. I de I described mm. her as being a Jewish Christian, meaning ethnically Jewish, mm. religiously Christian, but her Judaism was still very important to her. And she's like, just say Christian. I'm like, but mm. you know how important Jewish culture is to your people. I'm trying to, yeah. to not erase that part of her. Right. Yeah. yeah. See, uh. I disagree. I... Mm -hmm. I basically am of the opinion that if you are ethnically Jewish and it is a part of your cultural heritage that you celebrate, uh, then mm. yes, we need to acknowledge whatever religion you do have if it's not Judaism or if you're an atheist, like a good friend of mine. Mm -hmm. but, but to pretend that you're not also Jewish and that that's not also an important part of who you are and how you engage with the world, I think is, is to me, feels anti-Semitic just because it is yeah. a beautiful culture that is important to a lot of people. Yeah. Hmm. My friend's a Jewish atheist and her culture is very, you know, She's actually my go-to because I was um, curious about Israel as a concept mm -hmm. and, and everything. Like, um, it, something had come up. I was looking at in Twitter about Zionism, about um, Sakia Starmer and people right. like people on the uh, Victoria's trying to paint him as a Zionist. And I was like, what does that actually mean? Well, I said to her, well, you know, please, you know, tell me these parts if you can. And she gave me a, a, like an explanation and everything from her point of view. Um, but she also said that um, Sakir was actually her MP and that she actually thinks he's a good egg and not, you know, a Zionist. It's just them looking for shit because he made Boris look like an idiot, mm. which, let's face it, isn't difficult. Yeah. So, yeah, I've, I've been learning stuff about, you know, so she's kind of like my, my go-to when it comes to Jewish culture stuff. Um, and she's sort of very um, informative. But, yeah, she, she actually self-describes as a short, geeky, gothic, um, dyslexic mm -hmm. Jew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she's also bisexual, and yeah, so so she's got like a a whole list of things that way she describes herself. Oh, she's yeah. amazing. My atheist awesome. Jewish friend is uh, was raised Orthodox, hmm. and meanwhile, my husband is conservative, was raised conservative, but has to go to basically a Reform temple for mm -hmm. the holy days because. <sighs> There is no longer a regular old conservative um, hmm. synagogue anywhere in the area anymore. 
Right. It's all either huh. an Orthodox Chabad or it's a Reform synagogue. So he's miffed about that, but he's slightly closer to Reform than to Orthodox, so he goes to the Reform one. Yeah. He even said, hmm. and this was the sweetest thing, he said, it's always been very important for me to be married by a rabbi. Right. Hmm. So, honey... I don't care if I have to go reform to find a rabbi willing to do an interfaith ceremony. If that's what it takes to be able to marry you the way I've always wanted, I'll do it. There you go. And we did. And we have a very nice ketuvah on our wall, which is the Jewish marriage contract. Nice. The text is the same always. Yeah. But, of course, you can get it, it, you know, just like any certificate, there's plain Jane and there's a variety of lovely decorative forms. Because yeah. most Jewish couples hang the ketuvah on the wall of their home. Hmm. Cool. And ours was beautiful, had a blue back, has a blue background, and the verse from the Song of Songs... I am my beloved's, and my beloved is mine, in English and Hebrew. Nice. Yeah, it's kind of a cool document. Hmm. And, of course, reading the thing, I'm like, yes, I'll sign this. (laughs) This is beautiful, and it's a marriage contract. (laughs) Yeah. Yes. His father and brother were were our witnesses. Ah. Cool. Because you have to do that actually before the ceremony. So they went in. They're like, is Laura dressed yet? Yes. Okay, come in here. It, we need to witness you signing the ketuvah. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, speaking of cool documents, uh, the next the next one up on the list is Das Kapital. Which oh. is the... Which is the book uh, by uh, Karl Marx. Ah, right. Yes. It, which is... To put it very, very simply, a is basically a big old critique on capitalism, right. as, as I understand it. From what I understand, it is one of the first real communist documents mm-hmm. in history as we know it. Yeah. Certainly one of the first to call itself that, to, to yeah. call itself communism or socialism. Yeah. Cool. And based on, and again, I'm basing a lot of this I'm reading on Wikipedia. So based on just basic skim, it's like okay, I, I can see where all this. I can, you know, if it's if it's if you follow this and 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 you take some of these ideas to heart to either demolish or vastly change capitalism as it is, then you know what? If that's a thing that we can use for it, let's do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, you know, anything cause... has got to be better for the poor than the system we're <laughs> dealing with right now. Yes. Uh, I have not much. I have not gone to therapy for about three years. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, it's I always... forty five dollars a visit and the copay used to be higher. I ah. insured. Jesus. Oh that's nothing. That's for the few places that still take insurance at all. For the ones that don't, $300. Cool. Per visit. 
Goddamn. And the visit is half an hour. Oy. Gee, I wish I could make $300 for a half hour of work. Yeah. God. Well, I mean, there was also like the eight plus, like what, 10 to 12 years of college that it took for them to become a certified therapist. Yeah. But on the other hand, like, the government needs to be paying for this. Hello? <laughs> yeah. Government paying to take care of their citizens. That's the whole purpose of society is to take is to help people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and if more people were being helped, then we wouldn't have a larger case. You know, cases of COVID going further, further up in our state alone, and we wouldn't have people protesting in the streets because cops are executing black people for little to no reason. Yep. You know well, that, and like uh. there would be less crime automatically mm. if people were able to get mental health care and able to get food and rent money easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so, so uh, Michelle, we, yeah, we, we kind of dominated <laughs> on this. What are you? What are your thoughts on Das Kapital? Um, I've never read it, um, but it sounds like a very important historical book text. Speech, whatever it actually is. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's a full, full, yeah, a it's book, a full yeah. book. Yeah, manifesto. That's the word I was trying to find. Yeah. Um, ah, there we go. Yes. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I can't really have an opinion on something I haven't read, but it, um, put it into its historical context. Sure. It sounds like I probably should read it. Yeah. Uh, it's on my list. I recently. On the recommendation of some ANCOMs, read *The Conquest of Bread*, mm. which mm. is an interesting book on what anarchy means and why it is not the wanton mass destruction that everybody wants to characterize anarchy as. Yeah. But on the other hand, I'm sitting here like, how are we going to make sure? that accessibility is guaranteed for people with disabilities because even with actual laws on the books for 30 plus years a lot of buildings are still very much not ADA compliant mm. now yeah some uh. people some people won't do do these things if there is the law and government trying to get them to do it so without laws that are set by, look, without any, well, I mean, there are laws, but they're set by, like, equitable councils. Without someone in a form of authority, the kind of people who need authorities yeah. over them are not going to react <laughs> well. Yeah, and, oh, hey, when you deregulate something, when you take authority, you know, take oversight away from something, because, you know, they, you know, they, they do absolutely well on their own they'll just do it out of the goodness of their heart mm-hmm. won't they won't they no they won't we, we this has been proven they don't you know yeah, I, had I, minimum wage increases because corporations have been forced into them they're not I forced believe, enough but yeah but yeah a lot I of the stuff that we do have mm-hmm. um, yeah a lot of the stuff we do have we had to force the ones you know the, the richer people into them some way shape or form which is why it's so infuriating when those tax cuts from a couple of years ago were beneficial only to the rich motherfuckers i also there was something else i wanted to say and i just lost it 
Oh no. <laughs> Durr. Oh. Sorry, my train of thought just derailed. Yeah. Um, it's okay. It happens sometimes. <laughs> uh, uh, but, I, I, um, I remember okay. now. I was yeah. going to say I firmly believe both that the average person is better than we tend to think, but also mm -hmm. that there are a small minority of individuals who are just plain selfish and terrible. Yeah. And that a good system will account for both of these things. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, so, the next one up on the list is something lighter, and that is Harry Potter. Oh, no. <laughs> I know exactly <laughs> where this conversation is going. God damn it. Well, it could go there, but, but we'll, 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 we can address that a little later, because I know we talked about it last week. Let, or was it week a week before? before? Let's, let's just be fair to this meme yeah. when it was first published at least when i saw mm -hmm. it originally published when it first started going around this wasn't quite as controversial <laughs> yeah as as a series i never got into harry potter i know like a few things through osmosis or whatever and several people that i am either good friends with or dating having been into harry potter um you know, and as a series itself, it seems all right. You know, I mean, again, never really got into it. I might give it a shot at some point, at least in terms of the mm. movies. I know books are generally better than movies, but um, you know, I, it's a I saw a point. video from someone um, basically going, should you go movie or book first? And he said outside mm -hmm. of like, if you've already read the books or, you know, if you already have context for one or the other. Generally speaking, he recommended going for the movie first because you're less likely to be disappointed if you read the book yeah, than if you read the book first. Ah. True. Yeah. As someone who has read all seven yep. books and mm -hmm. also seen a couple of the movies, I can honestly say yes. <laughs> I mean, he was obviously speaking in general terms. A lot of yeah. that... yeah. I will say also a lot of that in Harry Potter's case is because of just how long the last handful of books yeah. got and stuff had to be cut oh. to get it to fit into the movies. And yeah. I will also say that Spew... <laughs> of the things they could have cut, Spew was probably a wise choice. Yeah. Because in hindsight, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how bad was uh, it? it? In theory, okay. it wasn't too bad. Like... At, at its heart, you could see where the character was coming from. You could see the the right. good It's a combination. Right. It's a combination of the optimistic but ill-informed white person mm -hmm. trying uh. to white savior everything, which in and of itself, the fact that this does not actually help is a good message to send yeah. to kids. They need to know that. Helping right. out requires you to know the people you're helping. Yeah. Yeah. But the the what she was trying to do was free the house elves from what was essentially slavery because she felt it was unfair that they did all that work without any kind of monetary compensation. Right. Yeah. Hmm. 
it backfired because Dobby was basically taking all the tiny knitted clothes for himself <laughs> because he loved wearing clothes, and all the other house elves were avoiding those items like the plague because they did not actually want to be free. Oh, hey, I just found where this analogy breaks down horribly. <laughs> Oops. Yeah, having a basically enslaved people that does not want to be free... Very bad move on Rowling's part. Yeah. Yeah, among other bad moves. But we, we, we've, we've talked about that on the show before. Also, um, yeah, literally anything that Rowling has said after writing the last book, except for Dumbledore being gay, doesn't count. Yeah. Yeah. Longtime fans my age and slightly older and younger have, have basically agreed as a group. Yeah. That none of the other stuff that Rowling has injected into the series since the last book counts. I, I just want to... If she wanted it to be canon, she should have written it into the book. I, I kind of want to add yeah. to this that I... I don't know how much um, with uh, Richard Harris, but with Jude Law in the... Um, prequels i don't know how if they're actually going to make more because uh let's face it quinta wolf wasn't the best but i'm wondering how just slightly ever so slightly gay that jude law is actually playing it because why the fuck not <laughs> just, yeah, he can have fun with it he, he's established enough now that yeah. playing characters slightly gay isn't gonna bother fuck have you seen the holmes movies <laughs> Guy Richie, uh, right. Sherlock. <laughs> i will also say yeah. i will also say I have not seen the second Fantastic Beasts movie oh. because after having watched the first Fantastic Beasts and having heard about Nagini's origins, I do not want to watch Crimes of Grindelwald at all. It, I have zero desire. It's not, yeah, it's I, not I, the best. It's not the worst. I mean, depending on if they make more movies, I might say you might need to see it because of certain plot points. Like, to make sense in the next movie, but like I said, who, who knows if it's even going to get a next movie at this point. So, yeah. I'll be honest, though. I also watched Fantastic Beasts for you know the Fantastic <laughs> Beasts primarily, yeah. right? Because if there is one thing that Rowling is actually good at, it's making interesting looking. It's making interesting creatures. Yeah. I've got to hand that to her. She can make. She's a not a very good person, but she can make interesting creatures. See, that was the thing, yeah. which admittedly is. No, 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 I was going to... Which admittedly yeah. is something I've said about Lovecraft, who was ten times worse. Mm -hmm. But... Okay, go ahead. No, all I was going to say is that's the one thing I didn't um, miss from Goblet, was like, I wanted to see Nifflers, damn it. I wanted to see Nifflers in Goblet. <laughs> they should have been there. Right. Oh. But, um... To... Also, Peeves. Yes! I'm peeved that there's no peeves. The thing with yeah. uh, I haven't actually ever seen the Rick Mail footage, but given what happened to Rick Mail, um, like during the production when he had his accident and everything, there might have been some inconsistency with his performance because he did have a major brain injury, like within the production time. So that oh, wow. that might have made uh, things a bit awkward as well. Also, now I, yeah. I mean, at the time Rick Mail, because I think they were basically basing it on Drop Dead Fred. Um, I can I'm trying to think contemporary of the time it was originally in production. I'm not sure who else I would have hired to play Peeves outside of Rick Mail, but 
more I think about it, the more I don't know he was necessarily the best choice. So I think I always think of Peeves as being yeah. a bit younger as well. Like I mean, yeah, he's like technically centuries old, but as a life form, right. as his as he presents himself, I always imagine him a bit younger. Right. But, but yes, um, if it wasn't obvious, oh. I am a huge fan of the Harry Potter um, books and movies. Um, I am a collector of things, and I am a proud Ravenclaw. Fuck J.K. Rowling, trans women or women. All right, Ravenclaws unite. <laughs> trans women are women. There you go. Trans men are men. Trans rights are human rights. J.K.R. is a turf. And non-binary people are also the form of non-binary that we say we are. Yes. Respect it. Indeed. All yeah. that as well. And yeah. And speaking speaking of such things, um, the next one, the last one for this episode is asexuality. Valid. I oh. don't know. Asexuality is people who do not experience sexual attraction. That, that said, the they basic do. Ex- thing. Mm-hmm. Most of them do experience horniness, mm. just not sexual attraction to an individual to any individual people yeah i know because i've had ace people very very kindly explain it to me Mm -hmm. squirrel if you're listening thanks (laughs) yeah i definitely count you as one of the good explainers and also a great (laughs) yes and and so it's like so yeah just because you don't feel sexual desire doesn't mean you don't want to have sex. Like like she just said. Well, it's not... Just because you... More like just because you don't feel sexual desire for any particular person. Mm. They're still right. feeling desire for sex. Just, <laughs> you know, they don't feel like any individual person is particularly hot. Mm. Right. Yeah. That. They, still trying to get my brain... A little right, apparently. <laughs> That's okay. It's okay. We we all. It's, it's also a tricky concept for most of us to really wrap our heads around. Yeah. Yeah. I have a friend who's also said they're effectively asexual because they realize that all of the people they find attractive are fictional characters. <laughs> right. And they no longer feel any attraction to real world people, and I'm like, okay. You do yeah. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. With the with the invention of body pillows that you can cover with the uh, image of whatever you want, and mm-hmm. of you know various special toys, you can be perfectly happy and sexually satisfied and asexual, mm-hmm. yeah. and not be in any kind of relationship if that's what you want. Yeah, like uh, got a really good friend of mine. And and this this is going to lead into a little a little back and forth between Becky and me that that I think is kind of amusing. Um, he is ace, mm-hmm. and you know he he just doesn't feel the attraction to anybody. I, I don't know anything about his sex life. I don't pry, mm-hmm. right. but you know. But something that threw me off at the time was was he was talking about somebody being aesthetically attractive. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. hey, that person is hot type thing. Mm. You, know? you can find someone and aesthetically pleasing yeah. and not, you know, yeah. feel like, oh, yeah, I would do them. Yeah, exactly. I understand that idea. It's yeah. also what I wrongfully thought that my views towards women were when I was a teenager because denial ain't just an 
river in Egypt. Yeah. Yeah. But um, but yeah. So I brought that up with Becky, and and I told her, yeah, that kind of threw me off. I thought he was Ace, and she told me, and I quote, "He's Ace, not mine." <laughs> Yes! <laughs> Which is like, you know what? Fair yeah. point. So, yeah. Re- regardless of how, yeah, regardless of how clumsily I may have uh, uh, tried to talk about it a few things here to explain it to others and, and all of that and how much Lacey has kind of, you know, saved my ass a couple of times in this <laughs> one a little bit. Um, regardless of how, how, how poorly I may have explained it, it, it is valid. And you, you know, anybody who is going to harass somebody or attack somebody for being asexual mm. no matter no matter no matter how you see it or whatever it's just wrong you don't need to do yeah. that and they are they are valid and you know you know you do you that's the, that's the theme of that just you do you right. you know whether you whether you want to have sex or not or whether you know or whether, like, like with Lacey's friend, you know, you get the body pillow with the fictional character, or what have you, <laughs> and you're satisfied that way. It's okay. That's fine. Some of it may be a little weird. Weird is fine. Can, you, you know, can I just? As long as long as your reaction doesn't actively harm somebody, <laughs> then okay. And 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 again, ace people, y'all are valid. Y'all are just as valid as everybody else. Yep. So you know. Plus. Um, in a minute. Mm-hmm. Like, I personally am of the opinion that one of the great things and the, that makes this world interesting is when people are allowed to be harmlessly weird. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if everybody was exactly the same, quote unquote, normal person, <laughs> that'd be boring. It would, yeah. <sighs> I mean, it's nice to have people that are similar to you yep. to talk to on a daily basis and be in your friend circle. Sure. But even among us, like, like just the three of us in particular, we'll, we'll, we'll take us yeah. here. Like we all have our own similarities. You know, we both will bitch and rant about similar things. We both agree. on We all agree rather on a lot of different things, mm. but there are things that I'm into that the, that the others aren't and vice versa. Yeah. You know, like Lacey is basically a math whiz. You know, she teaches it. <laughs> That's how much of a math whiz she is. Whereas I, I try and do math. I can do it, but it's more of a slog for me mentally. And I prefer other things like, you know, performing or or, or even writing or reading, yeah. you know, something that's not as math heavy, for example. So, and, and those are just some of the di- things that make us different and thus keep things interesting. And, and hell, even between Becky and me, you know there are enough similarities we're both goofs we both we both really like hate watching things about really horrible shit <laughs> and but yet you know she incomp- you know just animals alone huh. she is more of a dog person whereas i'm more of a cat person ah uh, doggos you know doggos and and the and the two yeah i'm very and, much of both yeah and while the two of them while the two of us can like you know we can cross over on those here and there like her dogs are absolutely horrible <laughs> and of course she has no qualms about petting and cooing over a kid yeah so you know but in general it's, it's like that it's like the red oni blue oni mm. and guess which one of us between me and becky is the red oni or the blue oni you know i don't think that's hard to guess but it's those differences that makes things interesting mm. so 
Uh, but uh, on that note, we're going to go ahead and take our break. <laughs> and when we come back, we will finally hit our main news stories. So uh, stick around. Hey, folks, we'll get back to the show in a moment. But first, I want to tell you about Patreon. Uh, Patreon is what I use to get around all of the YouTube adpocalypse bullshit. And while I don't have a lot right now, every little bit does help. And if you like what you hear or what you see on any of my videos or podcasts, head on over there for as little as a dollar a month. You can get all of these things early before anybody else does. And you can get them completely ad-free. Yeah, I know YouTube right now is technically ad-free, but... At some point, I'm probably going to get big enough to where ads will start coming in. And those can be annoying, so you want to avoid that, right? If you go ahead and go now over to patreon.com slash gomer21xx, leave a dollar, five dollars, doesn't matter how much, you can get all of these, again, you can get them early, and you get them without ads. Even when I reach the point on YouTube to where ads can be put on these videos. So, it's a win-win. And you can even avoid the ads that go up on the Anchor versions that go out to all of the other websites that are out there. No ads! It's great! Uh, so that's patreon.com slash gomer21xx. And howdy, howdy, howdy. Welcome to this little portion of the show where I talk more at you. <laughs> no, seriously, if, you're list if you make it this far and you hear this and you want to send in something to kind of help, you know, kind of, give the show a little bit more variety or whatever, you know, send it in. There's the links down below, or you can find me on social media. You can DM me, what have you. They should be open. Um, you know, I, I, I don't get a lot of spam, so I'll likely see you. Um, but yeah, so this week, this is a long ass episode. We did not, re I did not realize when I needed to bring in Lacey for pitch hitting for Rosen that it was going to be this long. And then I remembered, oh yeah, we both are from the same area. We have a lot to shit about to say it to say about the same area. Oh my god! <laughs> I mean, I mean that's that's what happens when you bring on somebody that you have a lot of history with, because um, because uh, yeah, we've known each other for years. Um, but yeah, she's she is good people. If you do follow her on social media, you should. Uh, you know, you, you know, you'll see like she has a lot of cool tweets. Animal Crossing tweets, Pokemon tweets. In fact, uh, Friday stream, she was she was hanging out in there. We did like a couple of of uh, Pokemon uh, Sword uh, Sword and Shield uh, raid dens together on stream, and that was pretty cool. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, speaking of streams, oh my god! So I, I'm gonna I, I bitch about it a little bit. I'll bitch about it a little bit again at the end of the show, but um, yeah, this this is recorded after. Um, <laughs> curtain, what curtain, right? Uh, but, uh, YouTube needs to get their shit together with this whole, this whole, uh, ad bot shit or what have you, you know, the copyright bots and all that. I, and we've been saying it for years. That's, 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 that's no secret. They've been needing to, but it's worse when they tag a private video. So when I finish on Twitch, I tell it to export over to YouTube and keep it private. I'm kind of behind in fi finishing up all that other stuff, to be completely honest with you. But the one from Friday, I have an excuse because that was the one I tried. Okay, you know what? I'll just put on Spotify. The worst that would happen is Twitch mutes the, st the audio, which they did. But, you know, that's why we also export to YouTube. So you have the backup there. In addition, and, and this is going to be a good thing for later on, the... OBS also automatically records to my computer. 
So there's that, there's the stream, and there's everything else. So we're good, right? <laughs> oh, sweet summer child, no. Because when I went over to YouTube, the copyright bots crawled all over it, all three hours of it. And there was like 30-something claims on it, which, you know, as long as it doesn't affect my channel standing, and as long as it doesn't block the video outright, then I don't care. Typically, I don't care. And there's one that did block. And incidentally, it, it was for... Uh, it, the, the song that was used was The Safety Dance. And let me... Go through all of here because there's a whole bunch of them. Um, yeah, you can shut up. You can shut up. You can shut up. Wait, where is that? Fuck. Anyway, point is because I was I was gonna look at the actual entities that are that are blocking on behalf of uh, men without hats and the safety dance, and it's like I don't think they're even doing anything anymore. At this point, they're probably getting pennies, and it's the record companies that are making bank on that song still probably um because because i i you know how 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 living uh how living large is like tony basil still living off of the resid residuals for mickey or other one-hit wonder artists do you think they're still living large no not on those songs alone if they're still if they're still in the music business they're still hustling making that making that money that way it's not on those. And if it's somebody, if it's an act that's since disbanded or stopped working, then yeah, you know, it's mostly the record company at that point. But that's, that leads into a thing that, you know, this whole copyright thing needs to be redone anyway. You know, studios just put it out there. And while they should get some money for the work they do, most of it should go to the artist in perpetuity. So, you know, but maybe I'm naive. I don't know. Or maybe I have a really good idea that more people should get on board with. I tend to have those more often than not, believe it or not. Uh, maybe, and maybe that's ego talking. I don't know. <laughs> ah, but I've rambled on in this segment long enough. Um, yeah, fuck the YouTube copyright bots, especially if we're going on private um, things. If you're going to put ads on them anyway, I don't care. I don't make money off of YouTube. But you block me, then we're going to have issues. They blocked me. I have issues. So, well, more so than usual. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy the rest of the show. Um, yeah, apologies for the length. Again, Lacey and I, we can babble. We go on a lot. <laughs> uh, I should get her to do something more often with me. That that that, that sounds, like, sounds like it would be a good thing. But, um, yeah. Uh, yeah, so enjoy the rest of the show. Later. We are back from our break. Uh, I'm so good. Oh, God. The length on this episode. I'm going to look at it. I'm going to cry. <laughs> <laughs> but that, honestly, that's okay. Because as long as here's the thing from from a listener's perspective, if you guys are listening to it and it doesn't seem like the length of time has gone by and it seems like it goes by too fast, then our pacing is good. Um mm. Because there was like, like the most recent episode of It's Super Effective is like almost two hours and didn't <laughs> feel like it. So, yeah. So, just to give you an example of that, 
Um, but meanwhile, yeah. technically, it has been about two hours <laughs> since this started, not counting the break, uh, counting the break time. So. Yeah, yeah. I've got two hours of footage to edit through. Yeah. Um, but it's definitely <laughs> not, not going to be too. Oh, oh. Yeah. I'm... Oh, with this show, it's not that hard to edit. Because <laughs> we do this as as I call it, live style, as though we are on stage mm. and very little editing happens. I uh, will you know, say, you... though, mm-hmm. if you want to edit out all my sniffling, go ahead. <laughs> I'm sure it sounds kind of gross. Yeah, I honestly haven't heard it, but... but uh, I'm wearing headphones. It will definitely show up in my recording. Yeah. You can <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, yeah. Oh, lordy. Um... <sighs> But yeah, so let's go ahead and hit our news, get right into it. And Lacey kind of hinted at it a little bit earlier. Uh, our first one is out of Florida, America's Punchline. Yes. Um, yeah, we are. We're, we're, you know, Florida's a big dick. And, and, you know, yeah. Florida is the state that makes it look like we're pointing a gun at Cuba. Yep. Sorry, <laughs> Cuba. You're a what? Cuba is a great country. A lot of my friends are Cuban American. Mm-hmm. Mm. I've got nothing against Cuba, but come on, <laughs> that joke was begging to be made. Yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I can see where that comes in. So, Especially since it's a state with danger ground laws. Oh so, God! <sighs> yes. So a maskless and desperate Florida man tried to fight his way into a Walmart Saturday the first day that face coverings became mandatory in his county. In a video captured by a bystander, the man blew past the guy monitoring the entrance and activated the sliding doors. The employee blocked the would-be customer as a voice from behind the camera said, You gotta wear a mask, bro. The man body-checked the employee, who held his hands up as, as to disengage as he stepped back. Losing his balance, the man tumbled to the floor. Uh, and, I, and I saw the video. The video is the, the guy. You know, the, the maskless guy who's trying to go in. Um, he popped up immediately and barreled past a few other employees, ignoring a fellow shopper's mask offer as workers trailed behind, pleading and ordering him to don a face covering. Just doing his job, bro. Just get a mask. The guy behind the camera said, convulsed with laughter, because I watched the video. The guy just just doing his thing. He, he looks very <laughs> stupid and silly. Um, then... <laughs> then made it partway down an aisle, but the workers didn't quit. By this time, some of their own masks had slipped between scuffing and trying to reason with the man. In a second clip, mm-hmm. the refrain, he's just doing his job, man, resurfaced as the employees continued to try and keep the mask-free man, who someone said was spitting all over the place, in check. Come on, man! One employee said, look what you did to me! Man turned. The man turned to them and snarled, I hadn't done shit to you! You leave me alone! That's not his voice, but I don't care. And walked away. Masks became mandatory in Orange County on Saturday, ordered by Mayor Jerry Demings in response to the rising case numbers reported uh, WDBO radio last week. So, you know, Orange County, that's, for those who don't know, that's Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, epidemiologists and other public health experts have been connecting the dots on mask wearing for quite some time after initial uncertainty about whether it would curb infections. But it is clear that the pandemic mm. is being driven at least in part by people who don't know if they have it and inadvertently infect others, while they, whether they go on to develop symptoms or not. Wearing masks can cut down drastically on those infections, studies suggest. 
Floridians on Monday learned that their state had passed the 100,000 mark on the number of infections, with 2,926 new cases reported as of as of the time this uh, story went up, uh, bringing the total to 100,217. It was the seventh state to pass that benchmark. At least 3,173 Florida residents have died of COVID-19. Walmart video ended before the yep. maskless man's fate was revealed. If identified, he may not be subject to any action. We want voluntary compliance with this, Demings told WDBO. Here's the thing. You have the mandatory mask thing in Orange County. That That's, you know, that, 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 that unmasked man should face some penalty for it. If nothing else, be banned from that Walmart, at least. That, that That's minimum. Because this is not a time you fuck around. Don't, you know, the COVID is still out there. I don't care how much info that DeSantis is trying to suppress. It's still out there. Oh, I, 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 have, I have at least one mask with me whenever I go out somewhere. You know, even if I'm driving around, even if all I do is just drive around the countryside, I still have a mask because last time I went out just for a drive, ended up in Panama City Beach. Went up to the right. world market mm-hmm. because, hey, I want to see if they have the, the, the special Lambic. Spoiler alert, they don't. But they you know do. what I had on hand? Mm-hmm. A fucking mask. Right? So, I keep one in my car mm-hmm. in case I end up having to go inside of somewhere that I didn't expect to. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, that's how you do it. And that's what you need to do. And it's just, uh, it's not that difficult, people. Wear your mask. And and I know there's there's actually been one friend who's been like, yeah, well, if I wear a mask, my oxygen levels dip to really low levels. Because I guess, I guess her, her her respiratory system needs more oxygen and, and a mask lowers it just enough where it's an issue with her. That's mm. one thing, mm. you know. And there are ways to get your shit around that if possible. Especially now that there are two drivers in her household instead of just one. But, mm. and if nothing else, I'm... I'm usually relatively close by. She can always call me. <laughs> she doesn't always, yeah. but but I am available. So she has options, but you know, you know, you know at least in terms of getting supplies, um, there are there are other extenuating circumstances as well. But the point is, she physically cannot wear a mask without risking harm to herself, and that is like the Heavy. only excuse. And even then, and even then, most people, she included, tries to keep her outside interactions to a minimum, which is good. So, yeah, you know, but these other people and like I said earlier in, in that in that viral thread that I talked about at the beginning of the show, you know, people with the local Piggly Wiggly, you know, you see a bunch of them walking around without a mask, see them at, at the Walmart walking around without a mask, even at the world market the other day, people were walking around without a mask. It's just no, you idiots. And it's just uh and 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 almost as bad are the people who wear the masks and they don't wear them correctly. Ugh. Like they'll they'll keep the nose uncovered. It's like no, the nose is part of it. The nose is yeah. It's like hello. Just yeah. The part you sneeze from. Yeah. I mean it's like you sneeze, you can sneeze in the mask and it'll catch it all. You'll have to wash it when you get home, but that's fine. Mask, these masks, at least the masks that I get, they they are washable, yeah. and and they go through the wash just fine. Mel does good work. <laughs> uh, you can also get inserts. Yeah, like 
so you can like the mask because I I finally have some masks. Yay! Um, because they're actually they're, well, if I I was kind of being a bit lazy about it before. Like I was literally going from my home to work, and there wasn't a bus. But usually, at the time of day I was traveling, there was almost nobody else on there except the people I'm working with. Right. And then you know just basically to and from. So yeah, it wasn't good, but there was like nobody else around. Yeah. Um, and, and work had um, when I was still had a job. Um, they had social distancing that they were employing. Uh, yeah, they were putting in as well. So they they were taking care of things. Yeah. Um, now we're starting to open up more from the fourth of July. More places will be open. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll be wearing my masks more often because I don't know. You know, I don't know who's going to be asymptomatic. I don't know if I'm asymptomatic. Yeah. You know, so I'm, I'm going to be I'm going to be covering up more. Well, like, if I'm out in the middle of a field somewhere, you know, I might fall down for it. Yeah. Right, being asymptomatic doesn't mean he- that you're not carrying this stuff. Right, exactly. exactly. You know, and it's like, you know, I don't know if I'm not accidentally giving it to someone. I hope yeah. I'm not, but I think one of the we rare... all hope we're not. Yeah, like one of the <laughs> rare times where I would be out in public and not immediately put my mask on when I get out of the car would be like mm. if I'm at a gas station and nobody else is there when I pull up. Right. You know, and yeah. Because then you know for a fact you're not within six feet of anybody. Yeah. Then, then the yeah. problem is somebody pulled up after I started fueling. <laughs> it's like, shit. <laughs> oh, well. But, you know, things But things like that happen. But, you know, just, yeah. just do your social distancing. Wear your mask, especially if you're going to the grocery store. You know, just... just and don't be a ridiculous about asshole about it. Yeah. Like... We've we've said this before on, on a couple of different subjects. Mm-hmm. People are carrying really good quality cameras in their pockets. Yeah. You're gonna be a dick, you're gonna be on film. Oh definitely. Someone's gonna film that shit. You're gonna yeah. be on social media. Well done. Your dickery is now all around the world before you've even got home. Yep. <laughs> and we know who you are, and we all think you're an asshole. Uh, yep. But yeah, so uh before I go on to the next story, do either of you have any additional thoughts on this, or? Be a dick. William, I don't. Okay, don't be a dick to retail staff. I've oh, done yes, retail. Please. Oh, indeed. They're, like literally. Kudos to the guy holding the camera, taking the footage, because he was like, "They're just doing their job. Please let the guy do his job," because he was at least showing some respect. Mm-hmm. It's like there's no need for that. There's, what it, I haven't seen the video, but I'm assuming from the description he did actually get physical with the, the employee, yeah, which is was. not good to be given. That's yeah. not cool for a no. very big star. And it's like, so you, so because of your tiny bit of discomfort, are now disrespecting and physically harming another person. You cross the line. Mm-hmm. Like, you're saying you can't breathe, this is against my liberties, my thing. Like, like I said before, that, like, the people in Utah, I was like, I, I'm not wearing a mask because it's against my civil liberties. I'm going to buy a box of wine. I mean, I don't drink box of wine, but that, the person oh. she wants to buy alcohol with her potatoes. You know? It, it's, it's such a weird... That, actually, the whole thread was really interesting because people were like, wait, you can't buy alcohol in the supermarket? Like, that's just a normal thing here. You, know, you can... You can. You got it's it. just you can't. It depends on the state. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's like you've you've crossed several lines because you're breaking their rule because you think it goes against your rights. But then you violated that person's right to not be punched, to not be shoved, to 
You violated his right to be safe in his work environment. Indeed. Yeah. All because you didn't want to wear a mask. Yeah. And you wanted to be a big baby about it. Yep. Fucking. And, and, and I'm going to say no it sympathy. because it's most, most of these people I'm seeing it are fucking white people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, people of color have a general oh. tendency to have more sense. Yeah. Mm. Uh, because non-white people in this country especially know what it's like to be, you know, having to go through uncomfortable, you know, jump through uncomfortable mm. hoops to be safe. Just and, say, and yeah. putting it mildly. they're the ones who are actually used to, yeah, they're mm. used to being oppressed. Mm-hmm. They know what real oppression is, and when these spoiled-ass white people are like, Oh, help, I'm being oppressed! No, you're not. Shut shut up. No. No. Stop it. Yeah. Stop it. <laughs> I, I admit, one of my knee-jerk reactions to somebody saying that, I'd be like, oh, we'll show you oppression. You want oppression, we'll show it to you. <laughs> it wouldn't be a good idea to follow through, by the way. Don't do that. Of course. Um, I'm what? like, do you need me to explain to you how actual people are actually being repressed at the are actually being repressed at this moment yeah because we can yeah because at least daily you have <laughs> cops firing upon protesters oh daily yeah i mean you had trump having to go for that fucking photo op at that nearby church near the white house oh. and what did he do he had he, you know he he had those protesters fired upon tear gassed we out of the way this. which by the way that's a fucking war crime Geneva yep. says we're not supposed to do that. Yep. Whoops. And it's funny how police will fire tear gas into a crowd and that's not lethal. But yet a protester will mm. throw it back and that's assault with a deadly weapon. Right. Mm. You throw it back yep. and suddenly they're in dan- their lives are in danger, man. They gotta shoot. Yeah. This guy. And the second the fact amendment. that we give such cowards guns. Yeah. And, and these 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 cops, these pigs, these are why we have the Second Amendment. But no, these Second Amendment fuckers are like, you should listen to them. No, you have the guns specifically for situations like this. Right. They come at you with deadly force. Respond in kind. Keyword there being yeah. deadly force. Yeah. If they are not coming at you with anything lethal, then you should not be engaging with them with any force. Yeah. Beyond a yep. very gentle, ha- very gently pushing them back. Yeah. Mm. You are not supposed to use any kind of weapon on them. Also, if you're up against unarmed protesters in full riot gear, you mm. look like a you look like a complete pansy because. <laughs> You're wearing like a bu- you're wearing like bulletproof tack vests and big fuck off plastic mm. fiberglass shields and all of this mm-hmm. against people who at the worst might throw rotten vegetables at you. Yeah. Oh no, I might yeah. have vegetables on my face that I can just go or, and or wash what, off. What was that? What, what what did that one guy get hit with a milkshake? Yeah. Oh no. Uh. You got the. Oh no, your clothes might smell like rancid milk until you can get home to launder them. Yeah, oh no. Uh, so our next story... It just reminds oh. me... Sorry, I was just saying... My, my favourite quote on this whole thing is like... 
You are not being oppressed. You are being inconvenienced. Get over it. Exactly. Amen. Uh, so our next story comes out of San Antonio. At least I used to live at one point or another. Yay. Uh, the president of the San Antonio Police Officers Association equated an officer's use of the N-word to Mayor Ron Nirenberg using the word goddamn. As in the actual word, goddamn, that's not me editorializing. Um, Can I just say, mm -hmm. we are using the F word several times, yet none of us mm -hmm. are actually saying what the N word is. We're just referring to it with the phrase, the N word. Yeah. That yeah. should tell you that it is definitely worse than goddamn. Definitely. Uh-huh. So, on Friday, the Express News examined several cases in which officers fired for serious misconduct were returned to the force by third-party arbitrators, uh, otherwise known as pig protectors, at the, from this point forward, at least in this case. <laughs> One of the officers, Tim Garcia, had been fired after he was heard on a body camera in 2018, repeatedly calling a handcuffed prisoner the N-word. An arbitrator reduced Garcia's punishment to a 10-month suspension, and he is now back on patrol. Yeah, because being racist against some of the people you're supposed to serve and protect is totally not a deal breaker oh, totally. for many police forces. Mm -hmm. Mike mm -hmm. Helle, I'm going to say Helle, uh, president of the police union, told the newspaper that the attempted firing was a case in point of Chief William McManus trying to rule as if he's a monarch. Well, guess I, I, I think I can see where he gets the example from. Looking at 1600 oh, wow. Pennsylvania Avenue. I'm just sitting here like, if you think that, you know, firing someone for doing something that makes the job look bad is, like, improper, then I have words for them about literally every minimum wage job in existence. Because they will tell you that if you are still in uniform, elsewhere off duty, you are representing the company and have to behave oh, yeah. appropriately. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Fuck Walmart. Yeah. <laughs> That's just one example. Uh, Garcia said, look, I shouldn't have said it. It was a lapse in my moment, Hele said. Hele... Garcia said, look, I said, no. Helly said, and if anybody knows a lapse in a moment where they lose their composure, our mayor, Ron Nuremberg, said the exact same offensive like cuss word when he used the word GD, goddamn, when he was on TV in front of the entire crowded audience, right? Okay, no. Goddamn, no. it's not been used for three or four centuries to oppress an entire ethnic group, so no. It is not the same. And and this whole oh it's a lapse in my moment oh so so you have you you, yeah, you if, had a heated game kind of moment person, if you're the kind of person who lets the n word slip then you are the kind of person who uses the n word period yeah that's just ah uh, so in early June Nuremberg uh. told a crowd in San Antonio protesting police violence to hold him accountable saying I'm the mayor of this goddamn city and we're gonna make change together. It sounds like the mayor is at least trying to do something about it. Mm -hmm. So that's good. Uh, Express News asked Helle whether he really believes the word used by Nuremberg is as offensive as the N-word. For me, yes it is, Helle said. Why don't you go ask one of our pastors or anybody yeah. that's their, that's, that that's their faith? Okay, no. Yeah. Again, apples to orange. No, no, no. As Lacey said, 
we didn't use, we haven't used the word goddamn as a means to oppress an entire group of people. We, we just don't. And being offended by a word is not the same as a collective racial, uh, uh, I'm going to say a racial flashback or racial triggering. I, I don't know if that's the proper term. I think microaggression may be what you're looking for. Might be. But, like, you know, if you use the N-word and a bunch of black people hear it, you know, that shit's been passed down through the generations. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be like, oh, hey, yeah. wait, what? Oh, hell no. You know, as mm-hmm. as they should, you know? Yeah. I mean, okay, far be it for me to tell them how to react, but <laughs> you get the point. Yeah. That, 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 that's, that's normal. That, that, that's normal. You know, but somebody having a similar thing to the term goddamn well well goddamn fucking mike helle you know take your goddamn police goddamn union shove it up your goddamn ass goddamn it see how you <laughs> like that goddamn it mm-hmm. uh, so uh, uh lacy we're gonna start with you on this one what do you what do you have any other thoughts you want to add on this yeah first of all the dude deserved to be fired, if not worse. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. second, um, again, somebody that uses the N word in the heat of the moment is somebody who th- who has used it before and will use it again, well, because in the heat of a moment, you use words that mm-hmm. you generally use when you're angry. Yeah, because you use the words because they are easier to use. Right, they they jump back out to you as words that you use. Yeah. I have used most of the swears that are not ethnic slurs Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the heat of the moment at some point or another. Yeah, I mean... I have never once used the F. Sorry, use the N-word in any such circumstance because I try to not be racist as a general rule. Yeah. Therefore, that word is just not part of my speaking vocabulary to begin with. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I make, I personally make exceptions if it's like you're doing a historical piece or if something. If you're quoting historical like, example, the North and South, like the North and South miniseries, for example. But, yeah, if you're quoting an historical document or acting in an historical drama, I'll cut you some slack. Yeah. But outside of any that, other context, and that includes rap, mm-hmm. please, I just replace it with the word fella or sucka, depending on context. You know, because yeah, it's not my people don't get to use that word. We yeah. used it to hurt people. <laughs> Yeah, black people mm. are allowed to reclaim the word if they want. It is not our word. We must not use it. Yeah. Nope. And even as a joke. Yeah, and and to to also clear up to also build on that a little bit, you know, because I know some people. Well, we're not allowed to say it. Well, here's the thing. Technically, because freedom of speech, government can't stop you from saying it. True. Government cannot. Because First Amendment in the United States exists. Sure. Yep. What, what what we're getting at when we say you're not allowed to do it, you're not allowed to do it without consequences. 
Exactly. Yep, which I think is a better way of putting it. Um, exactly. Freedom of speech means the government cannot ban you from saying things or punish you from saying, for merely saying a thing. Yeah. It does not mean that you can be a huge asshole and say whatever nasty, offensive stuff you want and not suffer the consequences. Exactly. The consequences of me cursing is that people who are offended by swears are not going to want to listen to this show. Yeah. That's a consequence. <laughs> exactly. I mean, and even with even with the disclaimer up front, but, you know. Right. But that's yeah. why we have them. Uh, uh, Michelle, what about your thoughts? Um, yeah, so I had two thoughts one um has escaped me <laughs> so i saw and this is in reference to a person we discussed earlier in the show mm-hmm. but they had made the excuse that the reason they had tweeted a thing that they had tweeted is because they had a senior moment and accidentally copy pasted a thing that right. was super offensive mm-hmm. and i saw i actually saw the tweet thread meme before I got the full context. And the the basic the point of the thread was like, right, without even checking anything, without double-checking your clipboard, just paste whatever's on your clipboard, at the top of your clipboard, just paste it, and prove that you're not a complete shitbag. Mm-hmm. And you had, like, some really stupid things. I, I think you had, like, some shopping lists or some random links or uh, no. various, like, yeah. Not only- slurs. Not insults not you know there was maybe a few just stupid jokes i can see you like copy pasting something offensive someone said into an infographic of why this person is not a good person but in any other context you've got some explaining to do if you think why is that on your thing to have in your clipboard yeah yep also the top of your clipboard like the last thing you copy pasted, which Again. apparently, according to the actual context, was from a, at least a year or so ago when they would have originally CMP'd it for, or, or had a reason to copy it, like the original source of a year or so ago. Like, you just posted last week, and why have you still got that on your clipboard? Yeah. The other thing I have remembered. Hmm? Oh, so my other point is, words have meanings and context. I can't really like the specific example. I'd say, like, okay, so I've recently come out as bi, and I am okay using the identifier as queer. Right. I know that's still as offensive to other people. But again, I call me calling myself queer and saying to someone else, "Oh, you're you're you." Know, I can call my friend. He doesn't always like it, but I say I call myself queer. You, if I call you queer, that's wrong. It's if right. they don't yeah. like that word, that's wrong. So I would say there's also intent with usage of words. And yeah, we can all respect that, you know, there are words that you just don't say. But with the freedom of speech thing, I know within a certain level that I, at least I'm not as, I don't know as well, well, so I know I can say to Goma, without him taking too much offence, Goma, you're a cunt sometimes. And then he can turn around to me and say, Michelle, you're also a cunt sometimes. And that's okay. Because, yeah. again, that is freedom of speech. The freedom of speech to turn around and insult your friends. 
Yes. If I came up to a stranger and like, or someone I barely know and said, you know what, you're a complete cunt sometimes, and they turn around and punch me, that would be their right. Yeah. That would also be them expressing their freedom of speech. Now, if they resorted to violence, which you could say is a whole other conversation, and that would be fair, but I said a thing that was offensive. The consequence is I now have a bloody nose. Yeah, and well, I that's... accept that consequence. If I then turned around and said, oh my god, you gave me a bloody nose. Okay, yeah, again, violence is not necessarily the answer. I then can't say, but you were, you repressed me. All I did was call you a really nasty word. Well, plus I'm you not in the, the right. Country. They're not in the right either because they they went to violence. I'm not in the right. Yeah. And I also just say that you're that in the UK, cunt is nowhere near as serious of a swear as it is in the US. Like the Harley Quinn show on Sci-Fi does not censor mm-hmm. the word fuck, but does <laughs> censor the word cunt. Damn. <laughs> yes. Wow. It is considered a really seriously strong word in the U.S. Yeah, I have to look up. See, I'd have to look up why at yeah. some point, but that that's a whole another, whole another thing. <laughs> okay, so the the thing with cunt that I can understand why some people view that as a stronger word. My mum doesn't like it. It's actually a word you still right. not necessarily need to see. So that's fair enough. With stuff like damn or goddamn or all these other, you know what the. Bible swear words. Like I, I don't know. I don't know in a better collective noun for them. You like, like or that. hell, like all these other words. It's like, no, that's it's just a word. Again, you can make the argument about the intent use them, but words only have the power that you give them. And yes, like you say, people like people of color reclaiming the n word. Fine, happy for them to have it. I don't, I don't even necessarily like it myself. Yeah. I don't even use Negro if I can avoid it. I might say it then because context and you need to know what I'm saying. Right. 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 Again. Um if it's in the like if I if someone asks me what UNC what the name of the UNCF stands for, I will say. But that's yeah. not in a context where it's insulting. That's in the context of the name of a wonderful um organization. Organization that helps African American people to afford college. Yeah, yeah. and that's so, it, it yeah. goes back to it, it's it's going back. At least my brain is going back to a a uh, thing that George Carlin did back in 1990. You know where he's talking about mm. context and all these slurs in context, and he drops the n bomb in in this particular huh. bit. And he makes yeah. it clear that it's context that makes it important. And mm-hmm. he keeps the audience with him. Nobody, at least in that particular audience, was overly offended to the point that, you know, that, that, that he was, uh, he was quote unquote, canceled for it. I mean, hell, right. he yeah. had a career all the way up until his death after that. So, <laughs> yeah. But he is one of the rare ones that you could he could get up there he could have these conversations on stage not only make it funny but make you think and Mm. there are a lot of people comedians and otherwise who try and do that and fail and and you don't see me trying that by the way (laughs) because i know (laughs) i know i ain't that good but but yeah it's the context that makes things good or bad and when it comes to the Mm. n-word most contexts are bad (laughs) Yeah. 90, yeah, 95 to 99% of them are bad. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but uh, yeah, let's let's go ahead and move on to our next news story out of Parkville, Maryland. And uh, Aaron, if you're listening to this, I'm sorry, man. Um, uh, police are investigating after an Amazon delivery driver was caught on camera <laughs> allegedly throwing packages down a sewer in Parkville, Maryland. What the fuck? According to Baltimore City, Baltimore County off police, rather, officers were called to the 1800 block of Edgewood Road in Lock Raven Village around 6.44 p.m. Sunday after a neighbor called 911 to say an Amazon driver was dropping packages into the sewer. When they arrived, they found the driver mm-hmm. and the truck. The driver, who was a temporary worker, told police he wanted to leave and started dumping the packages. There are better ways to leave the company. Because I, I tried for a hot minute to work at an Amazon warehouse. I, I just said, yeah, you know what? I can't do this. And, right. and I got a ride home and that was that. Um, uh-huh. So police interviewed him, but no arrests were made. And I'm willing to bet this driver is white. Just, uh-huh. Just saying. You're having to bring race and everything. Well, not everything, but I'm willing to bet that it would be different if the driver was black. Just saying. Oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In a statement Monday evening, Amazon said it was aware of the incident. We have high standards for delivery par- service partners and expect every package to be handled with care. We've notified the right teams yeah, internally and we'll work with the customers directly on the matters related to their package delivery. Case is under investigation. It seems like it's an open and shut thing. He was caught doing the thing. You know. Yeah. He didn't get paid enough for this shit, and he just wanted out. You know, right. Uh-huh. Personally, on the other hand. if you want, if you want to like boycott Amazon, you want to stick it to them or whatever. There are better ways to do it than also fucking over other people. Right. That's the thing. I, yeah. You don't know what's in any given package. It could be anything mm-hmm. from books to a blanket to sex toys to. The needles you need to inject your insulin yeah. to other vitally important to food. Some people with disabilities cannot go grocery shopping and have to order their groceries on Amazon. Yeah, and yeah. here's and, and and if and if you must deal with the like the actual supply line itself in a, in a form of protest or what have you, and you work for Amazon, a delay is better than just outright destroying the product delay yeah. is one thing, you, you know. cannot use something that's been in a sewer yeah in mm. addition to the obvious things that are in sewers there's also generally industrial wastes if you're in a city and mm-hmm. that stuff is all kinds of toxic yeah it's like yeah we, we, we aren't we ain't dealing with that so delay better than destruction if you want to protest and make a point because at the very least, because most people, I imagine they they would order their like like you brought up the insulin needles, I would believe most people would mm-hmm. order them before they got to a point to where they absolutely are just need it immediately. Most the vast would. majority of people, yes, but I have ADHD, and I can honestly say there is more than one time when I have completely run out of a medication before I called the pharmacy about a refill yeah but, but that is unfortunately not uncommon with me and some of my meds are habit forming which makes this particularly bad yeah <laughs> but yeah but I, I in this case you and others like you likely maybe be in the minority of this one probably but even then if you're a driver and you or 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 hell work with the people in the warehouse 
And if you're going to fuck up the supply lines, you know, slow them down, you know, knock them up or whatever. That's not the word I want, but we're, we'll roll with it. No, it's not. No, but, <laughs> no I wouldn't. <laughs> we'll roll with it. Um, get with the warehouse workers. Like, okay, the actual serious stuff, like like your needles, your medications, your foods or whatever, those trucks go. Everything else, shut the fuck down. You know, and then that would be it. You know, that would probably be uh. it because I'm willing to bet the ratio to needs and non-needs when, you, when you're ordering through Amazon... The non-needs are probably bigger and thus would have a bigger impact than the stuff that is honestly, honestly, absolutely needed. Look at me giving out advice mm-hmm. on how to how to stick it to Amazon. <laughs> but it's it, it's it's not even that hard to figure out. It's just encouraging the people to actually do it. And if you work for Amazon and you want to do this kind of stuff with to them, then take my advice, you know. Make sure the essentials get out to the people who need them, which means not everybody is going to be joining the protest or the picket line or whatever. And then the non-essentials, you say, fuck you. No. You know, make Jeff Bezos have to train replacements if you have to. And then those replacements, hopefully already hearing something like this, can also say, no, fuck you. You know? it, it, it It's one of those things where it's like, ah... Uh, it's it's like I'm reminded of when like when we were first hearing about Chick-fil-A or at least when I was first hearing about Chick-fil-A this was back like 2012 or something mm-hmm. and and their things and it's like okay we're gonna start boycotting Chick-fil-A and I remember somebody saying to me that it's not a good idea because then it's the people at the bottom who are hurt the most right yeah. and well I see that and I do understand that however that is also a very, very cruel uh, kind of hostage kind of situation where that that mm. I that's probably put in place by CEOs who are like, oh yeah, yeah, if you you don't do that, we're gonna take from this and all that or whatever, you know. They're probably that probably not out there outright saying it, but it, they mm. may as well be because that's what usually happens. Like a Walmart. Walmart gets looted. They can replace everything, but to get that money back, what do they do? They cut down. They cut off on the employees in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Typically, and that's not right. They shouldn't. And that's why I said, if you're going to loot a big place like that, you get the employees on and on, because that way, at the very least, they don't have to worry about when Walmart cuts their inevitably cuts their pay for a little bit. Right. Because their supplies will be there. So, uh, but yeah supply lines if you're going to if you're going to do it do it with the probably more lucrative non-essential stuff that most people are ordering and the essentials you keep them going you know for at least one more round and then you know but mileage may vary but you know the biggest impact is going to be the non-essentials so yeah Yeah. um either of y'all have anything you want to add This guy was a temp. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to work there anymore. All he had to do, and in fact, I was going to say, you know, write the letter, say, dear boss person, um, I no longer feel this is the right place for me. Please accept this as my resignation. But if he's a temp, he might just be able to go up to the guy and say, look, I'm not feeling it anymore. I'm going to leave. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Just, you know, formalize it, whatever. Just say, look, I don't want to do Surely that has got to be easier than going out partway around your journey, getting to a place where you can dump shit, 
and then like what like did he even say how far away he was from where he like his depot or uh didn't say i i just it's like oh. I, also i had a moment at the beginning where i was like why are you apologize to aaron is in maryland oh okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah um and and, and another uh, thing I'll, that that uh fuck that dude yeah. sorry yeah yeah Another thing that kind of occurred to me, even if you're just wanting to just stick it to Amazon in particular and you don't care about, you know, what supplies go to what people or what have you, don't throw them away. If, if you're mm-hmm. – you should not go the route of taking other people's shit to, for your protest, you know, whether it's dumping this no. or whatever. And throwing but, them into shit. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Well, but um, yeah. but if you're going to go that route anyway, at the very least, take it home with you. You know, that way it doesn't yeah. go to waste. Just don't do it, but if you must, do it smartly. Uh, I mean, technically that's, that becomes theft, so they probably shouldn't be doing that. But... Well, someone's throwing the damn things in the sewer. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, you're going down for theft anyway. You may as well get some use out of it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, no, fuck that guy. There's yeah. better ways of quitting, dude. Just be yeah. Man up. Say... I'm not filling it anymore. This ain't for me. Like I said, if he's a temp worker, depending on his temp contract, it might just be that he doesn't even have work notice. Yeah. He just leaves. Yeah. I mean, and hell, even me, when when I tried working there, just that literal one day, I went into that front office and oh. said, yeah, I can't do this. I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I'm out. Yep. Uh, so, yeah, you can literally do that. <sighs> uh, anything yeah. you want to add, Lacey, before we go to our final story? I think we've said it all for this one yeah also fuck jeff bezos you know what that works <laughs> uh our final story nah, this nah, week nah, nah, nah. yes our final story this week uh, people are getting creative when it comes to staying safe from covid19 which all right you know and it has prompted cool. at least one michigan library to issue a public warning stop microwaving <laughs> books <laughs> a burned book, a book was returned. This hurt. Yeah, a burned book was returned to the Kent District Library after being damaged in a microwave. Don't microwave anything, uh, library officials say. And you know, there's going to be some asshole that's going to be like, "Well, I can't, I can't microwave my tacos." That's not what they mean in you. <laughs> uh, library books have metal in the security ra- radio frequency detect identification rfid tags mm-hmm. which are located inside the book when the metal entered the microwave a hole was burned into the cover i don't know if it was Oops. something that they saw in the news that they thought maybe the heat would kill the covid19 uh said elizabeth guarino klausovics uh, regional manager of kent district library metal in a microwave could burn or catch fire uh guarino klausovics said kozlovics uh, I'm, I'm assuming um Cosmics, I think. Yeah. Um, mm. The library wants its users to know that all materials are in quarantine for 72 hours due to the plastic protection on items, so there is no need to take any further sterilization steps. They are using the U.S. Centers of Dise- for Disease Control Guidelines to ensure safety for using library materials. All of the items go into a separate space that uh, Guarino, what, what, what's her name, said. Mm. I'm not even going to bother anymore. <laughs> uh, we set them aside for, for three days, and then we check in check them in after that we don't want them to feel concerned that they need to do anything Marino, oh thank goodness they shortened it Marino said she completed a lot of research to come up with <laughs> library safety procedures due to public safety concerns 
She said to check with the libraries to find out their safety plans. In addition, USA Today responded to public questions about sterilizing face masks, and one inquiry was about microwaving face masks. Don't do that either. Experts recommended against microwaving masks, since metal is often found inside the masks, just like the library books. Metals aren't hmm. found in Mel Paradise's masks, unless you want them there. But still, don't microwave your mask anyway, because why? Uh, the Detroit Red Wings stepped up to sanitize masks by offering their SaniSport VE machine, which uses ozone gas filters. However, it's best to not try disinfecting masks at home, other than throwing reusable cloth ones into the washing machine. Which I do. Um, yeah. and, and even then, if you've got a mask that, you know, if you've got like a plain like white mask or something, throw it in there, throw some bleach in it, on it too. Or if you got like color saving yeah. bleach or whatever. I personally wouldn't go that route unless you have a white mask, but that's just me. Um, I can also, I can also say as somebody who knows, mm -hmm. if you, at, um, if you dry your mask in the dryer on high heat, the mm -hmm. heat is enough to kill all bacteria and viruses. Yeah. So yep. that's one reason why I only use cotton when I make my own, so that I know they can stand up to that high heat. Yeah, which hey, guess who else is he? Guess who else's mask is stand up to high heat? Yes, I'm plugging her again. Mel Paradise, link <laughs> down below. <laughs> I, I like plugging her. Phrasing, um, <laughs> but no, seriously, her masks are good, and I wash them just like anything else. Throw them in the washer, I, and I dry on dry. I dry on high heat by default. So there you go. So yeah, that that is literally how you do it. Um, and and I, and in the back of my mind, when I saw this story, back of my mind, I'm thinking of like some some old Southern book burner from back in the day. Be like, well, you're doing it wrong. You're supposed to throw them on. You're supposed to throw them on a bonfire if you're gonna burn them. Uh, don't burn books, kids. Just don't. Please don't. No. And and and, nope. and I know some people. You know, you can have some disingenuous fuck be like, well, what about this book or that book? No. Don't burn them. No. Even even the absolute most abhorrent books like Mein Kampf mm -hmm. should not be burned yeah. unless Ooh. you're like in a situation where you need a fire and you're freezing to death and you happen to have that one book with 88 reasons why the rapture will be in 1988. Yeah. Because even <laughs> if you believed in because that there is absolutely zero relevance to that book anymore as anything other than a historical curiosity. Yeah. Yeah. In no. fact, I'd also go ahead and add almanacs from past, like farmers' almanacs from past years, and old mm. horoscope books to that list for the same reason. Yeah. Their use yeah. was based on a certain period of time, and that period of time is over. They are no longer useful as books. Yeah. But anything else, don't burn it. Yeah. Yeah. Those who fail to learn from history are doomed to repeat it. Oh, and, indeed. And by yeah. the way, history does not account does not count when it comes to tearing down Confederate statues. Those are not history. <laughs> Those are people saying, "Hey, black people, fuck you." That's literally all. That's literally what it is. That's why they were erected. Mm. Yeah. Was to keep black mm. people quote in their place. Yeah. And to forget that they're not. E they were not even built like after the Civil War, during the post-war period. They were built, nearly all of them, during the first half of the 20th century. Yeah. 
So more than 40 years, so like more than 40 years after they lost, we let them put up the most offensive participation trophies ever as a way (laughs) to intimidate their fellow citizens who happen to have dark skin. Yeah. And yeah. I think, uh, that's disgusting. Yeah. And, and you know, if people are like, well, you shouldn't tear down the statues. What about this? Da, 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 should put them up. If you want, if you don't want the statues destroyed, Indiana Jones has a very mm. good idea. Put it in a damn museum. Because they're not being yeah. honored in there. It's like, okay, this is so-and-so. This is what they stood for. And this is what they fought well, for. You know. Plus, mm-hmm. like. That's, that's probably the only compromise I can make. I would Otherwise, like fuck out, it, destroy him. I'd also like to point out mm-hmm. that in 1945, every single ornament, carving, building, or statue with Nazi sim- of Nazi symbols was destroyed in Germany. Every single yep. last one. There yep. are zero monuments of any kind to the Nazis in Germany. Yet, German students in Germany are always taught about the Third Reich in great detail as a reminder of what one-way fascism can arise so that it never happens again. Yeah. So next time somebody, usually some white redneck from Alabama, I say Alabama because it's right north of me, you I'm know. from there originally, and yeah, that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> you know, usually some white redneck from Alabama is like, well, if you tear that down, you're erasing history. No, that's not erasing history. That's erasing That's erasing white supremacist masturbation. All right? Because mm-hmm. that's what it is. I mean, you know, you could be intimidated by white by white supremacist masturbating. I, I don't know. I, 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 lost, <laughs> I lost myself on that one. Point is, they need to go down. They do. They, they, they need to go. A statue implies that you are celebrating and lionizing the person in the statue. Mm-hmm. If the person there's a... It, people do not make statues of somebody that they believe to be a horrible person. So mm-hmm. when you have a Confederate statue in your town, that implies that your town and its citizens consider armed treason... And white supremacy to be admirable. Yeah. Period. And, and you know, and you know, I'm actually reminded of a different statue in Enterprise, Alabama. I don't know the if, it, if it's still a the Bull Weevil Monument. Have, yeah, the Bull Weevil Monument. Yeah. The Bull Weevil Monument is not remotely a racist thing. The Bull exactly. Weevil Monument is about how it took an insect infestation to get South Alabama to stop trying to grow cotton, which was already starting to go down in price by that point, and start growing peanuts, which was much more profitable for the area. Yep, and it still is. <laughs> yep, we it's still a peanut festival still. Yep, there is still a high level of poverty in that area, mm-hmm. but not as bad as there would have been, and the, and the revenue, the tax revenue from peanut factories and such is literally keeping that entire area of the state afloat. Yep. Very much so. So, yeah. 
Can, can oh. I ask? Because in my head, I'm imagining like a giant statue of an actual like insect or Hang insect. Hang on, that... I will I will send you a link <laughs> yeah. to the Wikipedia page for the Bull Weevil Monument because it's yep. actually kind of a cool looking statue. Yeah, I, I I saw it in person like at least once, and it's like yeah, that's kind of cool. Mm. And at the time, I thought I was like, okay, this was the thing that kicked our asses. We're honoring it, okay? You know. Which, yeah. <laughs> once I once I learned more of the background behind it, it was like, oh, okay. No, yeah. No, All right. No, understanding. Sending, happened. sending Michelle a link. There you go. Yes. <laughs> oh wow, that is cool. Yeah. The Bull Weevil yeah. Monument. And all around it are like is like a main street, <laughs> main street, main street with little um, small businesses. Some old, most new because yeah. Frankly, Walmart put most of the old mom-and-pop stores out of business, but there's new ones springing yeah. up. I huh? even went into their used bookstore once and got some rather nice ones. Sweet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah. That monument, like the Bull Weevil Monument, good. Confederate monuments, yeah. destroy them. And, monu- mm-hmm. and monuments I, like Iowa's... A- and monuments like Iowa's Civil War Memorial, which is supposed to represent... The Union, uh, which is supposed to represent the states, drinking the milk of the Union of Freedom, uh, of like, the milk of Union, from mm-hmm. the abundant breasts of the statue, are just kind of weird and also possibly slightly horny. Yeah, and we appreciate horny oh. on this show. Yes, <laughs> horny can be fun, yeah. yes. as long as you're not... Yeah. Using it as a weapon against people, horniness is totally cool. Yeah. Go be horny. Yeah. So we, we kind of ran over you there, Michelle. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? <laughs> um, speaking as a, a dumb foreigner, um, so we were talking earlier about true patriotism and yeah, true Americans. Mm-hmm. Is it me? Mm-hmm. Or is it these people who shout loudest about being a true American, true patriot. Also, the ones who are venerating, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Traitors! Yes. There is a one-to-one correlation there, almost exactly. Yeah. That Venn diagram, if if it is not a single circle, it is very close. Definitely. Very much definitely. So, uh, yeah, with that... Because that just... Go ahead. I mean, like my head is just like you. Like I've, I'll admit, like most of what I've learned about the Confederacy and the history and that has been like in the last recent years. Like, because I hadn't had occasion to really learn all this stuff. I mean, there's enough of our own history that I don't know. Mm-hmm. So, but the more I'm learning about it, the more I'm like, but why? I because all I. My original understanding was that <clears throat> the Confederate flag was representing the southern states, which were the states that were pro-slavery, and that's why I was like, well, don't, don't wave that flag then. And then I well, learned yeah. more and more about it, and the fact that they were basically fighting against America. Well, yeah. Um, or as it was the at American the time. The Civil yeah. War, yes. Mm-hmm. It's like... Yeah, there's still shitloads about the Civil War that I probably don't know or understand. Like, that's on me to yeah, maybe learn that, but... You're basically saying, yay, we lost. Basically. <laughs> or that, that We lost, but the South will rise again. 
like they like like mm. like no 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 we don't need I, that. I, I have to make this no, it, please I don't yeah yeah no I I have to make this reference the South Wheel race again man and congratulations oh. if you got that joke <laughs> but yeah mm. so fellow Southerners please do not rise again no please we don't we don't. Most of us really don't want that. Yeah. And and if also even to this day, a larger number of su- a larger percentage of Southerners than you think are black. Yep. Yeah. So yeah, please please don't do that again. Yeah. It's like, please stop it. It's like isn't like Atlanta one of one of it's it's Atlanta is too rap as Nashville is too country. If I if I've got my analogies right, I think. Or at least one of those places. So, and as we know, rap is predominantly, you know, produced by black people. There we go. There we go. Whatever. Point is, I'm 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 trying I'm trying to boost your point, and I think I'm failing. Oh yeah, yeah, just don't. Plus, while rap is mainly produced by black people, you know as well as I do that they are far from the only ones who listen to it. Oh, totally. Yeah. In this- fact, one of my best stories about the subject is a foreign exchange student that lived with us who was from Germany. Mm-hmm. So picture this beautiful, beautiful teenage girl, a, about six foot tall, mm-hmm. blonde hair, blue eyes, because let's face it, most of the other Germans were are gone now. Yeah. Yeah. Let's not get into that in detail. Anyway, she loved, she loved, and for all I know, still loves hip hop. Yeah. And of course, German hip hop artists, being German people, are mostly white, but right. she also enjoyed American hip hop. Yeah. Um, she, well, uh, there was a hip hop concert. She wanted to know if it was okay to go. And my mom said, if you're okay with it, you know, I'll drop you off and pick you up. Mm-hmm. You know, do you have the money for tickets and all of that? Yeah. Yeah. So my mom went to drop her off and pick her up, and she was literally the only white person my mother saw out there. Wow. <laughs> so, um, yeah, that is one of my favorite hip-hop stories, because while there are a lot of white people who listen to rap and hip-hop in the United States, most of us do not go to the concerts because it feels more like an African-American cultural thing and we're, and I personally would feel out of place and kind of disrespectful going to one. Mm-hmm. But that might just be me and I'm not sure how much of that is actual racism on my part or overcompensating too far in the other direction. Yeah. I think if you're going to have a true melting pot, you need to experience each other's culture. And if oh, you, for certain. If you enjoy that type of music, then you shouldn't feel like you shouldn't go to that concert. That's, you're that's absolutely right. Yeah. And, and hey, but you know... To, um, oh. Go ahead. Sorry. I was just going to say, to bring it back to what the actual story was actually about mm-hmm. that's not what they mean by cookbook ah. <laughs> just accountants being accused of cooking the books but it ain't literal exactly 
and on that note, we're going to go ahead and get out of here and, and hopefully we'll, we'll have a curtain call for you this week. Um, all that good stuff. So, uh, for those who are new, uh, curtain call is basically a little 10 minute blurb. We do post show at strictly for Patreon patrons over on patreoncom slash Gomer to one double X. I know I also plug that in the midsection of the show, which is recorded beyond this well separately from this because i think even that one is like the same recording every week but you know mm -hmm. having having set ads is fun but but anyways if, if you're curious about the curtain calls you know head on over to patreon.com one dollar a month will get you access to that access to these episodes early and without any ads whatsoever not even my little patreon spiel uh that's in the middle i mean you get all the stuff that we do live at the end but you know that's just part of every show <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah so with that said uh michelle where can we find you on the internet uh you can find me on twitter at phoenix 11 that's p-h-e-o-n-i-x-1-1 and also the same for youtube um where i mostly doing unboxings but hopefully once the cinema's open uh, my friend and i will be doing movie reviews again so yay hey hopefully that will um, open up too soon because you know still yeah but yeah amc got yeah. really big shit about that mm. <laughs> you can mainly find me on twitter as l chan plays mm -hmm. or in tumblr as repost hyphen this hyphen image yes and she posts a lot of good stuff so you should go check her out it's um, mostly reblogs, but yeah, yeah, I do try to reblog all the good stuff. Yes. Uh, and as for me, you can find me on all the socials and everything. I actually have the Linktree link in the doobly-doo. Uh, just Linktree, linktr.ee slash gomer21xx. That has links to everything, uh, has links to the website, has links to both my main YouTube channel and the Best Me Talk YouTube channel. I should have one to my gaming channel, too where I put up my my streams after I've streamed. Um, and I've actually got to re-upload one of them because the the one from the other night, the one that Lacey was sitting in on that one, that one got exported over to YouTube and there was like 30-something um, uh, copyright claims made on it, which most of them is like, okay, it's just putting ads on it. That's no big deal. Ads are no big deal. If, if other companies want to do it, I make nothing from the videos to begin with. I don't give a shit. But then one caused it to be blocked. And and that pisses me off. But thankfully, when, whenever I go stream, it also automatically records them. So the way it's recorded, I can just take out the music track that was playing during in the background and just re-upload it to YouTube. However, Twitch muted the whole damn audio. But eh, that's why we have YouTube. Ah, so ads, fine. Block, fuck you. Uh... And, and the one that got me blocked was the safety dance of all things. Really? The safety dance. I didn't dance. realize that 80s bands were, were that litigious over use of a small portion of their song. I, I don't even mm -hmm. think... I, I doubt it was the band themselves, because it was, it's like, it was like three different companies that, that claimed it for that one. Um, yeah. But, yeah. Ah. Uh, I'm going on a little bit too much about that, but uh, Twitch, I normally stream Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays from 6 to 9 p.m. Central Time. Um, and, and if you go to my Twitch page, which is also in the link tree, I think it's the top one there, 
you can click it and you can see when I'm scheduled to go on next because I set that up. Um, you're, if you're likely listening to this on Thursday, I didn't have one on Wednesday because there's the Twitch blackout, you know, to stand in solidarity and get Twitch to pay attention to say, hey, um, there's some people on the platform that are using their platform in really shitty ways, and we need to call. It, we need you guys to pay attention to it. So, so I'm participating in that and have participated by the time this goes live. Um, but yeah, other than that, uh, I think that is it. Uh, if you're a patron, stick around for the curtain call. Uh, so, but for everybody else, until next time, this is Gomer the Ranting Thespian with Michelle and Lacey, signing off. Bye.